What's this podcast called? Two episodes from Planet Weird. Podcast from Planet Weird. Oh, luck of the Irish. More like freak me in the eyeballs. I love this movie. No. I told you not to bring up prom in oh, this episode. Oh, you want to talk about prom, Mama? Drama Kaflama, baby. I was nominated for Winner Homo. God damn I don't hate you because you're fat. You're fat because I hate you. Oh, there you go. That's the line. That's the line. I'm sorry. I don't you're... hate you because you're ugly. I hate you because you're fat. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> it's, not, it's not your... Wait. I don't hate... I'm sorry I called you a gap tooth bitch. It's not your fault. You're so gap tooth. Yeah. <laughs> of course. My favorite course. insults, the backhanded compliments. It's not your fault. Hey everyone. Um it's not your fault that you're listening to this podcast. It's our fault for producing it for you. Yeah, it's our fault for producing this content for you. And you saying, I guess I fucking have to. I'll do it. But I won't enjoy it. I'll do it, but only for the attention. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite, one of my favorite um, Jenna Maroney lines from 30 Rock. Hey, speaking of 30 Rock, we're talking about a movie written by 30 Rock's Tina Fey today. That's right. This is episode one. Nope. Sorry. It's episode 217. Ooh. 217. Okay, let's go. Uh, a podcast from Planet Weird with Juan and Sarah, your host. That's us. Hello. Yes. And... We're talking about Mean Girls today, written by Tina Fey. Yes, Miss Tina Fey. Starring who? Who? Lindsay Lohan? Lindsay Lohan. Starring Lindsay Lohan, because yes, April Lohan continues. We talked about Freaky Friday. Can't stop. Won't stop. We talked about Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen, and now we have to talk about Mean Girls. Like, maybe you thought, oh... They're not going to talk about that one. That's not like a, a kid's movie. We don't just talk. If this was part of our childhood, we're going to talk about it, okay? We do There's more no- than just what you think. Yeah. If, like, you know what? The first R-rated movie I saw was MacGruber, and if you want us to talk about that, we will. MacGruber? In theaters, in theaters. Love that. I mean, I saw rated R movies, like, on TV or, like... You know, technically, um, oh, wait, no, no, I think Breakfast Club is PG-13 technically because the R rating hadn't happened yet. Never mind. Okay. (laughs) Breakfast Club is R rated. No, I think it's PG-13 because uh, the R rating didn't exist yet. Would it be rated R? Yeah, because they say the F word a couple like you're only allowed to say the F word once in a movie in a PG-13 movie and it can't be motherfucker or it can't be. Like a verb, like I'm going to fuck her. Oh, it, it has to be to like, be it, like an exclamation. They, they stub their toe and say fuck or something like. Oh, that. okay. Or you've got to be fucking kidding me, like yeah. I see you. I see you. <sighs> Just a little fun fact for you that I actually didn't learn in film school. I learned um, from the Ten Things I Hate About You commentary. This is a message to say: Don't go to film school. Just listen to movie commentaries. Anyways, we're talking about Mean Girls today, and um, this is a movie that is just so iconic, obviously. Let's You've go. all seen it. There's, like, very few people on this earth that haven't seen it. If they haven't seen it, they're probably five years old, and they'll see it within five years' time. Or they're liars. I, or they're liars. 
Oh, they're or they're a little liar, Lola. Um, we brought on Nicole Randone from the uh, very iconic Miss 2005 Instagram account. If you're not following, you're just not having a good time on Instagram because her Instagram posts will take you back. They'll throw it back to the OC, to One Tree Hill, to Aquamarine, to, you know, uh, to, what's that movie called? Baby, or not Babysitter's Club. What? Oh, Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. That's yeah. the other one I was thinking of. I was like, what are all those movies about the, the girl friendships? That was the one I was thinking of. Anyways, um, we brought on Nicole because this is an iconic 2000s movie, so why not bring on Miss 2005 herself? So we had a little chat with her, and by little I mean a two-hour conversation about this movie that changed life as we know it um so yeah we hope you enjoy that and uh we'll see you at the outro little announcement though before we go if you're listening to this on friday april 16th the day that this comes out then ooh, you might like to know that at 5 p.m tonight arizona time pacific time 8 p.m eastern time I don't know what the fuck central time. <laughs> um, we're doing another Instagram live. We are watching oh. the final three episodes of the 2008 Disney Channel games. We watched the first two in our last live, our first live. And we had a jolly old time, a gay old time. A jolly old, so, gay old time. Yeah, we're going to finish up Disney Channel games, watching it on Instagram live. So if you want to stop by and say hey then okay if you don't that's fine too but just so you know that's happening other than that it's happening we'll see you <laughs> it's happening whether you like it or not <laughs> uh, we'll see you at the outro yes um, we will but go ahead and roll the clip roll the episode hello everyone it is a wednesday afternoon and of course we're wearing pink it's me it's Juan, and our special guest nicole Oh my god, thank you guys so much for having me. I'm so excited. Of Hello. course, you're an Instagram icon and oh. <laughs> <laughs> Instagram icon. You've, you know, you've told us you're a fan of the podcast before. So we said, why the hell not talk about a movie with you? And what better movie? I felt like this was like the perfect movie for you oh, to yeah. come on for. Oh, it's perfect. I'm like the mean girl's aficionado. Yeah. This and like this is such a like this is probably the most wouldn't you say this is the most like this influential is, movie to come out of the two thousands? This is quintessential. Oh, yeah. This yeah, this this is actually a cultural reset. Like people make the joke like this was a cultural reset. <laughs> this was this was the reset. This was the moment. This really set the standard going forward as to who you are as a person. No, this was it. Plus, 2004 was such like an iconic year for movies. Mean Girls, I feel like, just came out on top. That and the Cinderella story, of course. We oh, really yeah, did, we did get year? a blessing. We did get a blessing. And I mean, the Lindsay and Hillary, the fight. The feud. The and fight. I wonder, I'm assuming this made more money. I don't 100%. think I have to look it up. <laughs> I feel like we all If you know. believe that a Cinderella story did better than this, you're delusional. <laughs> well, you're kind you, of like a <laughs> you have good taste, but you're delusional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to the box office soon. But um, before 
we like dive into the nitty gritty. Uh, obviously, it's April Lohan. We're talking Woo! about Lindsay Lohan movies all month long. Um, Nicole, what is your favorite Lindsay Lohan movie? And it's if it's this one, that's fine. I mean, it's a tie between Mean Girls and Freaky Friday. I love them both so much. Mm-hmm. It's a good choice. Both are good choices. Really, they really are. Mm-hmm. And um, what's your history with like what? Did I she just asked, "What's your favorite?" And you said, "No, I'm not acknowledging the question." Oh, I didn't hear that. Sorry. Um, my bad. My favorite is The Parent Trap, just because that's one of my favorite movies, like oh, ever. Can't. Because it's one of the movies I watched the most growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, Is that one Meredith Blake? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, I love her. Yes. Uh, but ma- And then after that would probably be like Freaky Friday, I would probably say. Juan, what about you? Mine is this. Of course. Yours is Mean Girls? Yeah. There, there, There okay. is no doubt in my mind as to what could be a second. It's like literally just this on top, period. I love it. And I think at this point, my second would have to be uh, Confessions. Oh, wow, you really stand <laughs> Confessions of a Teenage I think at this point, I really stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Carla Santini. I love her. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, so iconic. It's really just the song that did it for me. The songs really did it for me. I just like want that to play every single time I walk into a room. Yes. That or Pass the Dutch. Like, I want to make the entrance to Pass the Dutch. Someone... <laughs> Has had to have done like a drag performance, like as Carla Santini. They right? have to have, for sure. When they walk into that song, and if they haven't, I'll be the first. Yes, I'll make Through it happen. It. Um, before we dive into me, girls, Nicole, like obviously you're like a two thousands stan, right? Like, how yeah. did you get into like being such a two thousands stan and like running? the Miss 2005 Instagram account. How did that all come to be? So I sort of like fell into the early 2000s Instagram community because growing up, I have two older brothers. So I was always obsessed with what they were listening to and what they were watching. And I would just like watch and listen to the same things that they did, even though it was like wildly out of my age demographic. Like I would be like six and like watching Degrassi the next generation. Like it was like no big deal. (laughs) (laughs) and then I got a little bit older and I realized that subconsciously I was like still trying to become the early 2000s characters that I saw on the screen just because I loved them so much so after I you know realized that I made a conscious decision to sort of like make it happen meaning like I bought like 20 juicy tracksuits and like a whole bunch of (laughs) shoes I was like, I'm going to make this happen right now. And then I saw there was a community for it on Instagram. And I was like, um, I belong here. I was like, these are the people. And I've had it for, I believe, three years now, Miss 2005. I mean, damn. Like, and like, there's a lot of like 2000s fan accounts, but like, you're like up there. You're like the pinnacle. Oh my so, God, thank you. You're the I'm one. So congrats on that. Early 2000s Instagram. <laughs> Yeah. Um, All right. Well, if we're ready to go, we can just dive right into Mean Girls. Yay. Oh, 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 Oh,
Mean Girls is a 2004 <laughs> American teen comedy film directed by Mark Waters and written by Tina Fey. The film stars Dee Lohan, Rachel McAdams, Tim Meadows, Anna Gasteyer, Amy Poehler, and Tina Fey. It's based in part on Rosalind Wiseman's 2002 nonfiction self-help book, Queen Bees and Wannabes, which describes female high school social cliques and the damaging effects they can have on girls. Tina Fey also drew from her own experience at Upper Darby High School as an inspiration for some of the concepts in the film. The film introduced Amanda Seyfried in her film debut. We have to thank, we have to thank Tina Fey for giving us Amanda Seyfried. Oh, 100%. So true. Where would we be um, without Mamma Mia? Where would we be without Jennifer's Bade? Oh, so true. Where can we where can we be in without the iconic movie uh, Red Riding Hood or whatever the fuck that one was? <laughs> no. <laughs> the iconic movie, forgot the name. <laughs> I forgot about Red Riding Hood. Everyone did. Um anyways, let, let's go back here for a second. So Mean Girls, directed by Mark Waters, who we mentioned earlier this month because Mark Waters also directed Freaky Friday. So this is the second collab between Mark Waters and Lindsay Lohan. Um, He's directed other movies as well. Um, Also, interestingly enough, he is the brother of Daniel Waters. um, And Daniel Waters is the man who wrote Heather's. (gasps) So, and Heathers and Mean Girls tend to get a lot of um, comparisons. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So it's just interesting that... I mean, to an extent, it's really just the fact that there's four four girls. Yeah, no one... There's no bomb in this one. No one dies. No, no one murder. Windex, yeah. <laughs> there's there's no... no... business. Yes. There's no Jiffy um, Pop. <laughs> Jiffy Pop. Isn't that insane? Oh, that's the musical. Oh, okay. Mm. But <laughs> there was Heather's musical, and then now there's Mean Girls a musical. They're just we'll the same. A little later. No, there are similarities, though, and we'll get to it. Ooh. Um, so, written by Tina Fey. Who doesn't know who Tina Fey is? If you don't know, that's just your own damn fault at this point. <laughs> um, Rachel McAdams. This was, you know, post The Notebook. And, uh, you know, we saw her... Uh, oh, Wait, and post The Hot Chick as well. This was post The Notebook? So she did that first? Yeah, The Notebook um, was... Oh, I guess it's 2004, but same year. Like Rachel, she really does have the range at this point then. She yeah. does have the range. Um, did you know she was wearing a wig in the movie? The Notebook or this one? In Mean Girls, she was wearing a wig. That was a full-on wig. It's a long ass wig. I could not yeah. tell the human hair, the expense they gave on that wig. Good for them. The whole budget went to the wig. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, Amanda Seyfried, you know, this was her first movie and she's gone on to do a ton of things. Um, and then we had Lacey Chabert playing Gretchen Wieners. Um, and this was different for her from her like she was very um like she was on party of five she was like the yeah. goody two-shoes sibling and then 
to be like in Mean Girls. It's such a shift. Also, we had Amanda Seyfried playing like the dumb blonde character. And um, that's been her shtick ever since. No. <laughs> Did you see the hit film Chloe starring uh, Julianne Moore? And no. I just watched it like a couple <laughs> weeks ago. It was like a thriller where Amanda Seyfried like is like into Julianne Moore and like basically stalks her. I miss. It's, oh, I do. I do remember. I do remember. Yes, yes, yes. I wanted to see it and I think I saw part of it and I was very intrigued. Also, I messed up Amanda Seyfried and uh, Anna Ferris. So. Ah-ha-ha. Oh, because Anna Ferris does dumb blonde roles. Anna Ferris does the dumb blonde roles. But oh, I love her in the House Bunny. I yeah. love. I House mean, Bunny is also in Ferris. my top favorite movies. Like the House Bunny, really, another quintessential staple moment. Absolutely. So good. Um, this movie came out in April of 2004. This was after Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen, even though they were the same year. Um, Confessions came out in February, and then a couple months later, this comes out. This was really the so, year for her, wasn't it? Quite the year for Miss Lohan. Year. Okay. Quite the year. Uh, the budget was seventeen million dollars. Do you, does anyone want to guess what the box office was? Oh, I'm not going numbers. Don't ask me. <laughs> I'm gonna say a hundred and fifty million. I'll do million. That was pretty close. One hundred and thirty million. I'm always oh, so no. close. I'm always so close. So close. I'm getting that better. So Thank you. Pretty close. Um. <laughs> Uh, SNL uh, creator Lorne Michaels um, produced the film. That's also why, like, there's a few SNL cast members in this. Um, the movie was shot in Toronto. Um, like I said, this is the second time Lindsay Lohan worked with Mark Waters. Um, the movie, you know, $130 million did great at the box office, but also developed a cult following. Um, Obviously, we know this movie became a huge deal and led to so many things, including a sequel <laughs> that we sequel. <laughs> we don't like to talk about. That was on. It was a made-for-TV movie on ABC Family. Um, it was so bad. I watched yeah. it. You did? No, and I didn't like it. <laughs> I wanted to like it so bad. At one point, I was like, "I'm gonna just give it all my. I'm gonna give it all. I'm gonna give it all to my. Like, I'm gonna give myself to this movie." And I still was not. I was not in it to win it. Tess from Camp Rock, her performance just was not it. Is it like the same school, just new kids? Like, what is it? Yes. Because the principal's the same person. Oh, see, I completely blocked it out. <laughs> As you probably should. You said the trauma was too much. I had to let it go. Goodbye, deceased, in the ground, buried, rejected. I can't think about it anymore. <laughs> Obviously, it also led to um, Mean Girls the Musical, which just recently opened. Uh, it premiered in 2018 on Broadway, um, and then it it was running during the pandemic. Like it, like it shut down um, in March, in like basically this time of last year. So it was a running and doing very well, but. Um, 
been shut down, obviously. Um, but Juan, you were like, "Oh, Heather's and Mean Girls. What's the similarity with the musicals?" Barrett Wilbur Weed um, played Veronica in the official like Off Broadway Heather's mm-hmm, the Musical. Mm-hmm. That's like she's the one on the soundtrack for Heather's the Musical playing Veronica and is Janice in Mean Girls on Broadway. Uh, I can only say perfect casting. Perfect casting. Beautiful, beautiful. She has such a low voice in Heather's the Musical that I absolutely love for Veronica. Mm-hmm. Like the Heathers are like the Sopranos and she's just over here like a nice little tenor and I said, I don't know what vocal ranges are for women. I'm going to just say tenor. Thank you. <laughs> Also, we we were talking about Sabrina Carpenter earlier, and she um, played Katie in like a few performances. She went and replaced. I do remember that. Yes, oh, yes. for her. It like shut down like her opening week. <laughs> <laughs> Sabrina yeah, Carpenter caused COVID. That was her. That's not her fault. But this poor girl. Spread the rumors. Anyways, I would love to see Mean Girls the musical. Um, I'd love to see any the musical. musical. I'd really, <laughs> I'd love for musicals to be more accessible. But um, but news is that uh, Mean Girls the musical will become a movie eventually. Ooh. Yes. Um, because when the Mean Girls reunion happened last year, like over Zoom, mm-hmm. Tina Fey mentioned that yes, the it's you know it's like a hairspray adaptation. So now like. Mean Girls the Musical will become a movie. And um, I don't know. I think they were taking suggestions on, like, who they should cast. Because they were just like, just tell us. Lindsay Lohan. Do you think would be in it? If it would be live? Yeah. Would they do it, like, live, like, Grease? I don't want that. I think they're just going to do. If Tina Fey's in it, I feel like she would say movie or nothing. Like, we're not going to do, like, a, a yeah, Grease live, sure. a, a Hairspray live type I of thing. I think we've learned our lesson with Rent Live. I think that was really the straw that broke the camel's back. That and the Little Mermaid live, like the Grinch live. The what now? I forgot. Remember (laughs) they did the Grinch live. (laughs) That was it. (laughs) It's a no from me, dog. It's a no from me. You're not moving on to Hollywood. I'm sorry. Some of those are good, but two of those were good. (laughs) Two of those were good. Let's not get it twisted. Two of them were good. Not (laughs) me. That was the best one. here <laughs> um anyways so we mentioned tina fey based this on a self-help book like not even a fiction book it's just a non-fiction book that's wild yeah and then um wrote the script um she added in little things from like her own experience like uh like having like a, a best friend who was gay she made sure she wrote that into the script she wanted that to be represented um and uh, Lindsay Lohan originally read for Regina George because she had just come off of doing Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen. She didn't want to be the like we- weird girl. She never she wants to be one. the weird girl. She wants to be the hot bitch. <laughs> yeah. But then they were like, no, you're more of a Katie. Um, and then Rachel McAdams was cast as Regina George. Tina Fey felt that... Um, Rachel McAdams in real life, since she was so kind and polite that she would be perfect for being, like, such an evil bitch. Um, Right. 
Love Amanda Seyfried Amanda Seyfried also read for Regina, and the producers instead suggested her for Karen due to Seyfried's spacey and daffy sense of humor. Is that them just saying she's an airman? They really yeah. said, you're kind of dumb, so let's just go <laughs> into it. Let's go way in. Um, we have a perfect role for you. It's on Mamma Mia. <laughs> Lizzie Kaplan, uh, who plays Janice, she originally, they didn't want her for Janice. They said, you're too pretty for the part. Um, they wanted a Kelly Osbourne-like actress. They just um, get Kelly Osborne. <laughs> I don't but, think she was busy. Yeah, very true. But they ended up picking Lizzie Kaplan anyway because they thought um, she was good at portraying raw emotion. Raw. Um, raw. Apparently, Evan Rachel Raw more like Wood, Raw XD, am I right? I'll leave. Anyways, apparently Evan Rachel Wood was offered a role in the film but turned it down. Blake what? Lively did final tests for the role of Karen Smith, but the producers decided to keep looking. Ashley Tisdale also auditioned for Gretchen Wieners. I think that would be a completely different movie if it was Ashley That'd Tisdale. Yeah, 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 yeah. They would have like, oh, unless she had dark hair. <gasps> Ashley had dark hair at one point. At one point. Okay, wait, I'm kind of here for this Sometimes. now. <laughs> do the recast that's the, that's who she she could do she the musical should be in the movie musical she could sing oh, i think we can it? all sing um and then finally apparently james franco no. was being considered no. to play aaron samuel no i know that's a hard pass franco. no i don't like that but then at the last minute they chose jonathan bennett um, good and now we have the iconic role of Aaron Samuel. This entire movie is gay. <laughs> it's so true. Mm-hmm. It's everyone. Even the straights in this cast. All of them. Exactly. <laughs> um, when the movie came out, it got positive reviews. Um, I don't have a quote from Roger Ebert to read here today. Oh, um, I do have a, a quote from Anne Hornaday of the Washington Post who said it Boasts a one, two, three punch in star Lindsay Lohan, screenwriter Tina Fey, and director Mark, director Mark Waters, and indeed it delivers a knockout. I love the one, two, three punch. Yeah. I love the old one, two, three. The people that can deliver, perfect. The one, two, three. Uh, the film was nominated for a bunch of Teen Choice Awards, the most important awards in the industry. Um, <laughs> yes. Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> Yeah, Lindsay Lohan won Choice Movie Actress Comedy and Choice Movie Breakout Actress and Choice Movie Blush. What's blush? Her makeup? I think it's just like a moment in a movie where like blush is like embarrassed or something. Oh, the Teen okay. Choice Awards are always like... I'm like, her makeup? Best <laughs> the moment of someone eating cereal on screen. It's always like so specific. And then you get a surfboard for it. And you get a surfboard. Best, phys- best, what's it called? Best physical comedy gag reel. Best, best physical gag where you slip on a banana peel and then that one person. <laughs> I, I can't believe I've won. <laughs> Your mind, is this real? Like, yeah, like choice movie Hissy Fit is another one, which Rachel McAdams was nominated for. And she didn't win it? Did not. Oh, we have to look up who won that one. Who won over her? I'll find it. 
There's also Choice Movie Chemistry. Lindsay Lohan and Jonathan Bennett were nominated, but didn't win. Choice Movie Fight Slash Action Sequence. Lindsay and Rachel were nominated, but did not win. (laughs) For that scene in the cafeteria. I guess, probably at the jungle scene. Five seconds? Nominated? Those five what, like, what is an action sequence? Is that not just any scene in a movie? No, that's like Where fighting someone's or walking. something. Okay. Um, equally, um, actually, I think the MTV Movie Awards are maybe a little better than Teen Choice Awards. But um, they won a few awards there. Um, uh, all of the Mean Girls, you know, the Plastics, won for Best On-Screen Team. So good for them. Love that. Um... Let's talk about the soundtrack. We've got um, some iconic, mu- you know, music moments in here. We've got "Past the Past the Dutch," when Love the Mean it. Girls are walking. Um, we've got "God Is no, a DJ," baby. Pink. Yes. When they're getting ready for spring fling, we've got "God Is a DJ," "Life Is a Dance Floor." Yeah, let's go. "God Is a DJ," <laughs> and he cool. is a DJ. Yeah. <laughs> We got Milkshake. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie actually song. introduced me to Milkshake. Me too! Mm-hmm. I don't know how to pronounce the name. Kellis? Is that how you say? Oh, I don't know. I think it might be Kellis. Yeah, well. Okay. I was going to say Khaleesi, it. but that was not it. Khaleesi? <laughs> we've got some Blondie, one way or another, in here. Um, and we've got that song, Built This Way, which is the song that plays throughout the movie where at the end they say i love this song i hate this song i know this song perfect mm-hmm. okay so i found out who won uh choice hissy fit in 2004 who Wait, the hell Lindsay lohan in freaky friday what so she for, for what when Probably, she says you're ruining my life either that or like when they first wake up and she's like look i'm like the crypt keeper wait that's, but that's not her but that's not her so Lindsay won either way. That's all that matters. It's she won it. She won it. She took it home. She sweeped those awards. These winners are Incredible. really weird, by the way. Like I'm looking at them and they're really weird winners. Wait, who else won? What? Um, so uh The Grinch won Jim Carrey won in two thousand one. Good. Um John Heater won for Napoleon Dynamite in 2005. Of course. Okay. <laughs> Miley Cyrus won for the Hannah Montana movie in 29, in 2009. As you should. Good for And her. then she won again in 2010 for the last song. <laughs> Never seen it, but good for her. Um, you never saw the last song? I never saw the last song. I think I, it's on Disney Plus. I saw the too. last song in theaters. Oh. And it made me want to get into piano again. Did you? I did. I did take a piano class, I think. There you um, go. That's and so then cute. just because of that movie. Yeah, just because of that movie. And then Ryan Reynolds and, and Anna Kendrick were the last people to win them in 2015 and 2016, respectively. For what? For Pitch, Hissy Fit? Pitch Perfect 2 for Anna Kendrick in 2015. And then Ryan Reynolds for Deadpool in 2016. And then since then, there haven't been any choice Hissy Fit winners. Oh, sad. Yeah. <laughs> The era spanned from 1999 to 2016. Rest in peace, the award. Wow. <laughs> um, 
Anyways, we talked about how, you know, this is, I can't think of another movie from the 2000s that made, has made it like such a pop culture impact. Mm-hmm. I can't yeah. think of a single other one. Everybody knows this movie. Even if you've never seen it, you know about it and at least can quote one line. Absolutely. Yeah. Every other line in this movie is a quote now or a meme. No, like, this movie or- is unsinkable. Like, I it, I was starting, I was like trying to write down all the quotes, but then I kept pausing every two minutes because I'm like, there's another one and another one. Like, you're. We have to like write the whole screenplay. It really is. Truly. I wrote down the whole thing. <laughs> Obviously, My notes are just like, a copy paste of the of the script. And like <laughs> October third has become such a big deal mm-hmm. now with me. It's a holiday. It's a holiday now. Even if it's um, like little things that like don't matter, like I catch myself saying them on like on a semi regular basis. Like everyone yeah, says at least something from this movie on a semi regular basis. Truly, mm-hmm. like um, I feel a lot of people even. I don't necessarily, if I say get in losers, we're blank. I don't mean girls necessarily, but like, that's what that is. That's where it came from. Or if I like, you can walk home, bitches, that's mean girls. Even if it's like, if it's not something as like obvious as like, you can sit with us or. I I catch myself saying I'm a pusher, Katie. I'm a pusher. (laughs) You do say that a lot. I say it's butter or carb regularly. Like, I open up the refrigerator, and I'm like, it's butter or carb? (laughs) Or another one of my favorites. Oh, my gosh, Danny DeVito, I love your work. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah, I feel like I say, why are you so obsessed with me? Or, like, it's not not my fault you're so obsessed (laughs) with me a lot. I feel like I say that one a lot. Say crack again. Say crack again. Um... (laughs) I think Rachel McAdams said the one that people come up to her and say the most is is butter or carb. Or uh-huh. like one's different like one's related to food mm-hmm. um, are the ones she gets the most. But Oh the cheese fries. I'm just, I'm, Whatever yeah, I'm getting what to she say? Yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, so this movie is pretty iconic. Mariah Carey is a fan and has has talked about the fact that she is a fan. Um, the White House tweeted a picture of the Obama's dog, um, and captioned it, Bo, stop trying to make fetch happen. This movie has made such an impact it's, on society. It's quintessential <laughs> culture now. Like, it truly is. This movie created a cultural reset in everybody that was like, this is what we're going to be saying going forward no matter what. Like, this is it. Like, everything comes from this movie. Even if you don't think about it, it does. No, truly. If Obama's quoting it, that's how you know. That's if how you politicians know. are getting into it, we've gone too far. <laughs> really, like, if we were to make, like, a time capsule of, like, here's what, like... Life was Society pre- is, yeah. And then, like, so, like, like if aliens came down and, like, like in, you know, whenever mm-hmm. we go extinct and they're like, what were these humans like? I feel like like something from Mean Girls would have to be in there. Just a Blu-ray. Of- <laughs> yeah, Blu-ray, the script, some <laughs> merchandise. We just freeze Tina Fey and then she can recite the scripts to the aliens or something. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, we'll get to some trivia and then we'll get into the actual movie. Um, this is the first movie that Tina Fey wrote that was produced. Um, 
She's gone on to do other movies. But yeah, first one, you know, coming off of SNL. She came out swinging. I know. People wonder, like, you know, when people leave SNL, are they going to flop or Mm -hmm. are they going to just keep going? And, like, Mean Girls and then 30 Rock and then other movies. I mean, her her and Amy Poehler really have set the standard of, like, we are the women of comedy. Like, they are the ones. In my mind, they have been the ones to stay on top of it the entire way through, no matter what. I think so, too. Um, in the scene where Katie was asked if her muffin was buttered, the, al- the line was originally going to be, is your cherry popped? The same oh. went for the girl who made out with a hot dog. That line was originally going to be masturbated with a hot dog. These were omitted <laughs> in order to uh, get a PG-13 rating instead of an R. I kind of like the ones that were these ones now <laughs> more than the other ones. Yeah, yeah they're right? like more bizarre. Because it's, it's funnier to be like, Oh, she made out with the hot dog. Yeah. yeah. Very true. And I know Tina Fey was very adamant on, you know, the people that need to see this are, you know, the preteen kids yeah. that like PG-13, under 17 um, age group. So that's why they wanted that. Yeah, perfect. Perfect changes. That's mm-hmm. true. Um... Let's see. We talked about the casting. Oh, Tim Meadows, who plays the principal, uh, broke his hand before shooting, and then they had to write in the carpal tunnel into the script. That's oh, why so that's says, real? My carpal tunnel came back. <laughs> yes, he broke his hand. Um, and I think he had told Tina Fey, his friend from SNL, like, just get someone else. It's okay with me. And he, she was like, no, like, I wrote this part for you. I'll just write in that you have carpal tunnel. That's so. funny as hell. I love that's that. Uh, Amy Poehler, who plays Regina's mom, is only seven years older than Rachel McAdams. <laughs> but you know what? We bought it. It's like the OC. The parents are like 30 and the kids are 25. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ew. Um, <laughs> I hate that. This says, Lacey Chabert was the first and only choice for Gretchen Wieners. Although we heard in the wikipedia that ashley tisdale was so what's the truth oh Maybe. someone's lying i smell you're a liar lola i think ashley tisdale wrote that on wikipedia then she wanted that fame i love it um tina fey said that um when casting aaron samuels when she cast jonathan bennett um part of the reason she did was uh pick him was because he looked like jimmy fallon which was one of tina fey's close friends um, I don't like that. <laughs> Damien's line, and I want my pink shirt back, was improvised by Daniel Franzesi. Oh, what a king. And Tina Fey gave it the stamp of approval. I love that. I wonder how much of his lines were actually improv because he has a lot of good one-liners. He's just so funny, too. Mm-hmm. Um, Amy Poehler used... Uh, cocktail wieners like a piece of cocktail wiener in her bra to be the nipples <laughs> for the dog to chew on that's what those are um let's see let's see oh uh, apparently glenn coco is a real person and good friend of tina fey so they just gave they that character name. a random name yeah but that's another like uh, pretty iconic line is you go Glen Coco. Mm-hmm. 
something that you know means nothing in this film but my cousins quoted it so much growing up that i was like what the fuck is this from right because they're older than me so they got they like probably saw mean girls before i was even conscious of it and so like all the time they were like you go glenn coco and i'm like what the fuck does that mean (laughs) and now growing up i'm like oh my god and then for the longest time i'm like they took this from my cousins (laughs) (laughs) someone alert someone they stole tina fey has ripped off my cousins (laughs) (laughs) right um well speaking of which why don't we get into our history with this film um nicole why don't you go first what's your history with mean girls Honestly, I don't think I saw it until maybe, like, 2013, like, when I was, like, 14, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Just Oh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, because, like I said, I grew up with older brothers, and, I mean, I don't really think Mean Girls is something that they would watch, so I was never exposed to it. But then when I discovered it on my own, I was like, oh, my God, this is iconic. I'm like, I'm wearing pink on Wednesdays. I don't do it all. <laughs> this is my moment. <laughs> I'm gonna become them. Good for you. Well, what about you? Um, I remember watching this in high school, be- probably for the first time consciously, because it was like the same thing. A lot of people were like talking about it. I think something happens like when you enter high school, where it's just like everyone knows this, mm-hmm. and so everyone everyone's gonna talk about it. Like that's when like the resurgence of it happens. Like for everyone, everyone sees it in high school. I believe. That's so true. And so mm-hmm. I remember watching that in high school and like learning about it and then just being obsessed from the get-go and then there's a photo of me in my school cafeteria with like a blue hoodie on and like glasses is it on your instagram it's on my facebook if anyone oh, okay. wants to try I think to I've dig seen it. yeah you've seen that one and that i felt so connected to the universe in that day i was like this is it <laughs> you said i am damien i am damien and i damien relatable relatable person i love i love the character Mm -hmm. so good that's my history um (laughs) i think i saw this uh i remember like when this came out i would see like the commercials and i really wanted to see it because i loved like teen movies uh but it was pg-13 and this was 2004 so it was in fourth grade and my mom wasn't about to go let me see it and then i think a couple years later maybe like sixth grade or seventh grade um my best friend had it on dvd and i was like can i borrow it and so i um or maybe i saw it on tv i remember borrowing the dvd and i think i watched it with like tina fey's commentary maybe so that might have been like the first time watching it with the commentary but maybe i saw it on tv like a year before that or something but i remember like wanting to watch it for like a year or two but never being able to and then finally getting to watch it and being like okay i get this now i'm gonna like (laughs) understand all the jokes i'm in the know with this um yeah and then still to this day like you know like i work in an elementary school and i still hear like like fifth sixth grade kids getting into mean girls like just learning about it just watching it for the first time. That's so, so cute. You know, it that- truly is a movie that will like never die because like Mm-mm. the message like is still timeless and like it, the movie still feels relatable. So what were you gonna say one? I don't. Yeah. Oh, you know that meme that's going around that's like my gay guide. No. 
Oh, well, I've there, never seen that. that's going around right now. And someone posted Janice Ian as theirs. <laughs> my gay guide, meaning like my like like a tour guide. Like, yeah, basically, like, that type of guide. like ah! my first introduction to the culture. Oh, okay, okay. Like this is the one thing that like this is the this is the person that would around. like show me around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Did you do one? No, I didn't do one, but I probably should, and it should just be Janice Ian, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. but, okay, how do we feel, talking about how much we love it, how do we feel about the people that are always like, I don't like Mean Girls, or like, I've never seen Mean Girls, and I'm not going to watch like it. Other girls. <laughs> relax, Tiffany, just watch the goddamn movie, you're not special. Literally, like, what are you trying to prove? <laughs> I'm such an original. I will never watch Mean Girls. It's blah, 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 blah. Like, I get if if I, like, had come to this point in my life and I still hadn't seen it and, like, everyone talks about it as much as they do, I get being annoyed. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't know. Like, it is... People talk about it because it is that good. Like, watching it today, like, or last night, I was like, this is such a like solid tight movie like it's not even so like it's funny or anything like it's so well made like there's a reason we're all talking about it there's a reason it's not just it because it's the test of time it's not because 99.9 percent of it is quotable it's mm-hmm. the fact that yeah it's so well made the scoring not even just the music in it the music obviously slaps but like the scoring underneath is so beautiful like i love that little like the jungle music in The jungle there. music during the fights, the little, like, twinkly, like, soft, like, when she's like, this is just plastic, and she breaks it, and it plays that little soft music underneath. Like, I want to I wanna die to that track. Like, I want that to be, like, my last moment, just that soft little twinkle, and then I just whew, disappear. I fade into dust immediately. Wow. It's just so sweet. I love that song. I love that score. It's so nice. It's so sweet. I want to die to it. <laughs> if that's the last sound I hear, that's what I want it to be. It's the best thing I've ever heard in my entire life. But yeah, like, I get... I would be annoyed, too, if everyone was talking about it. But then at that point, I would just watch it. Like... But also, like, who... T- like, I get it. People talk about it when they're, like... Mingros is so good. Have you... Not, blah, blah, blah. But it truly is, like, how have you not seen it? It's, like, one of those things where it's, like... Like, like it's, yeah, tr- yeah, truly you have. And at this point you're just, you're choosing to be out of the loop and that's your fault, yeah, not mine. This point. It's, it's, it's <laughs> different if someone were to be like, you haven't seen Pulp Fiction. I'm like, fuck no, I haven't seen Pulp Fiction. Why would I want to watch that? Mean Girls is quintessential. Yeah. I'm not going to quote Pulp Fiction. <laughs> quote from Pulp Fiction? I've never seen it, so I wouldn't know. I don't know what they say in that movie. I've seen it. Something about a... Doesn't... Oh, no. I'm thinking of Snakes on a Plane. I was like, I'm tired of these motherfuckers. (laughs) (laughs) That is a line from from Pulp Fiction. Um, But yeah, like, everyone and their grandma has seen Mean Girls or, like, knows about it. Mm -hmm. Like, and it's not just... There's movies that, like, you know, you can quote a lot of things from it, but, like, they're not... It's not, like, a good movie. No. Um... But, like, this is both, and that's why, like, we're still using it as a meme, as a quote, so much to this day. 
It's beautiful. And what does MTV play on weekends? Pulp Fiction or Mean Girls? <laughs> and that's the question. And there and there we go. That set the standard. What and are they playing e, most? On E when they do the movies we love, are they playing Pulp Fiction or are they playing Mean Girls? Definitely which not. The, which is a musical? Pulp Fiction or Mean Girls? Like we could go on and on. <laughs> well, that's like all the film students. Take that exactly. film boys. Film bros. <laughs> that's truly like I went to film school and like I didn't want to be watching Pulp Fiction. I wanted to be watching like teen movies. Like everyone was like, I want to make the next Christopher Nolan movie. I was like, I want to make the next Ten Things I Hate About You or like <laughs> something important. Sorry, Christopher Nolan. I don't even yeah, know who is. that is. Is he Batman? Yeah. Yes, he is Batman. Okay. He makes the bat he makes inception the batman doesn't matter because he's no mark waters or tina fey no who definitely not oh which by the way this movie starts out uh you know we got katie heron caddy whatever i knew a girl who spelled her name this way really which is girls she did i i mean this i knew her before mean girls oh she really loved like when this came out, though, and people were like, "Did they steal oh, her name?" Maybe Tina Fey stole it. Tina Fey based it on okay. another friend. I think she just—I think Tina Fey just takes names from her real life and just throws them in. Good yeah. for her. Well, yeah, Katie Heron. Katie Heron, sixteen years old, uh, first day of like public school. She's been homeschooled all her life in Africa. And homeschool kids are weird. Confirmed. I was homeschooled for 11 No. <laughs> uh, for the end, well, for the end, 11th and 12th. That's fine. That's fine. I just booked it out of public school. I couldn't do it anymore. That's valid. But like, I'm talking like when people are like, my kid just can't be in public school. Like it just, it's too wild. It's too rowdy. And I'm like, <laughs> what is the world, mama? What is the world? True. It is interesting. Um, How was your experience we... being homeschooled? Good question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I loved it. I couldn't stand public school. <laughs> okay, work. So, yeah, and it it yeah. works for some people. It works for some people. I just know that there were these kids at my. This is probably what weirded me out. Well, were... just call out by name the homeschool kids you hate. You clearly have a vendetta against. <laughs> I don't have a vendetta, but there was a girl. Her name was. Okay. Her name was, bleep it out, Olivia. I'm not going to say your last name, but... Oh my god, I've never met a good Olivia in my life, except for Olivia Rodrigo. <laughs> I have a good, I've only met one... No, mm, I, I have two Olivias that I know that are really nice. But this one girl, she would just show up to orchestra, and then she would disappear, and I was like, is this girl, like, what classes are she in? I, I don't see her. And then someone told me, they were like, oh, she's homeschooled. And I'm like, why the fuck is she showing up for orchestra? And she's like, I don't know. They can take electives. I'm like, what in, what in the hell? You get to pick and choose. If I could pick and choose, I wouldn't be here at all. But here I am. <laughs> and you definitely chose that route. You said, and I did pick and I chose. I said, gotta go. <laughs> I gotta get out of here. Um, so Katie on her first day. By the way, her parents are played by Anna Gasteyer and Neil Flynn. Which is fun to, you know, comedic icons. Uh, and uh, they're sending their little girl, their little 16 year old girl, off to high school. 
and Katie literally bumps into Miss Norberry. Um, let's talk about this introduction to Miss <laughs> Norberry, who is, it's like, it's such a sad teacher moment. Yeah. She's divorced. She's covered in coffee. She spilled all of her donuts. That's what Everyone made me cry. Everyone sees her bra. <laughs> Everyone sees her bra. The teacher, the principal tries to play, my summer was worse. And she said, I win. I got divorced. She said, mine was worse. She's racist towards that <laughs> black girl that's in her class. We have well, a new school, that. new student from Africa. Hello. I'm from, what, Wisconsin, Detroit? Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> like, is that girl also a new girl? Or did Miss Norbury just forget that this girl was in her class? Maybe. Well, this is the start of a new school year. Oh, sure. is it? I'm oh, assuming. Okay, that makes more sense. Because is it though? It is because when they start, they say it's been a month, and then it's it time skips a little bit, and then it's winter formal or whatever, and, and then Halloween. it's the spring. Yeah, and then the spring thing. Like so, there's okay. a couple months of time that skipped. This okay. is over the course of a year. At least a couple months because they have to end. Actually, wait. I think it's within a year because spring fleeing is technically at the. It's probably like June. It's probably like freshman prom. Yeah, and it starts around Halloween. Whoa, that's weird. Let's go. Okay. It doesn't say on the Wikipedia, but yeah, I think you've got the timeline. Correct, Juan. Thank you. Um, but we've got Mr. Duval introducing Katie to the class, which is uh, the first of many times we hear Caddy Heron. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, Katie's first day, she's not used to adults not trusting her and adults yelling at her. You know, we got that teacher who says, you can't go to the bathroom, you need the lavatory pass. Can I have the lavatory she- pass? <laughs> nice try. Like, I don't- I- That's such bullshit. You should just be able to pee when you want. That's so bad for, like, a developing bladder to just be like, hold it in. Like, that's so bad. Like, why would he not let this new girl, like... What is wrong with this man who just says, nice try. You really got me. What is going to happen? She's going to go like, smoke weed. In the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I truly don't know. I never understood teachers that were always like that, like stingy with your bathroom usage. I'm like, some people have like a body schedule. It's not my fault that I have to pee every fifth period. Yeah, literally. I get it if it's like. Like, you only let one person go at a time. Yeah, like, that's but like, But, like, yeah, if you're, like, you already went 20 minutes ago. Like, you don't know my life. You don't know my bladder. I might have diarrhea. Yeah, you don't know. Do you want me to stand up in front of the class and say, I have diarrhea, miss. I really need to shit myself either here or in the bathroom. Your choice. In high school, um, we didn't have, like, classroom passes like oh like i thought this. you were gonna say classrooms period yeah no, we didn't have any classrooms. no um every person had like a planner like that was like this size and th- that was our pass so we'd have to bring this like a, a nasty to the binder and one year it was a full like size notebook that was our planner so it was called our passport and that's what so we'd have to bring a full ass notebook and to the stall with us like set it by the sink it was some bullshit. So fast. Yeah. I don't understand the teachers that like do like really heavy, weird objects as their bathroom pass. I'm like, that's bullshit too. 
It's so true. Oh my god, that just like awoke a memory. I forgot all about That's that. That's what made you stop going to public school. <laughs> that was like that was it. The bathroom pass was your was your last straw. Yeah, that was why I always like used the bathroom like multiple times in my third hour, my homeroom, because my teacher would just let us do whatever. So I would always I'd just be peeing left and right. Going I'd, to the I'd use the orchestra room bathrooms because the music building had its own bathrooms. You had a music building? Yeah, we ha- uh, so our band room and our orchestra room were connected and the choir room was separate. It was next to the stage. But in that building, we had our own separate bathrooms to use. And I loved it. Always clean, never nasty. I said, love you're the that. only bathrooms I trust and love. Yeah. Love that. Going to the bathroom in high school was like such an ordeal. Because like, you would, it like... Your teachers wouldn't let you in class, so you'd have to go in your, like, six-minute window between, like, passing periods. You'd have to, like, mentally prepare for what you'd see in the bathroom. It was always such a long line. Yeah, they were always disgusting. Mine always smelled like weed. Um, Mine always smelled like piss. Yeah, even if you went at lunch, like, the line would be so long. Like, it would take up, like, half your lunchtime just to fucking You either eat or you pee. Pick one. Not both. (laughs) Yeah, so... I'm just glad I don't have to deal with that anymore. So true. Amen. Um, anyways, um, so first day doesn't go well for Katie. She eats in the bathroom. Speaking of bathrooms. Um, second day is when she finally, like, formally meets uh, Janice and Damien. And they take her to the back building. Oh, my God. It's which in the back. doesn't exist. Another quotable line. That's it's so in, true. It's in the back building. Mm-hmm. And they, they teach... Katie, the plastics, as well as other cliques in the school, but yes. uh, you know, Regina George, Karen Smith, Gretchen Wieners, and Katie is told that basically Regina is top dollar, and the others are just like her lackeys. But those are the plastics. Um, we get, we the- get the whole Regina George is flawless. Mm-hmm. Montage. The montage, uh, so good. So good. I love the little the little. The little bits that they do in between, like, when she was like, I wonder what I missed that first day in health class. Iconic line, you'll get pregnant and die. And then, mm-hmm. like, ev- when they're introducing the plastics, I love, like, their own little things. Like, it's... I, I, another line Her that I quote... Her hair is full of secrets. Yeah, that's why it's so big. It's full of secrets. Mm-hmm. I also love the little, like, football boot bit. as well, though. What? What was that? That what you just said with the hair thing, it just reminded me so many movies and TV shows also quote Mean Girls. Yeah, that's what makes it again. That's what makes it quintessential when you're quoting that, another yeah. movie. Hmm. I forget what what did they say about Karen? Like I can picture the image of Amanda Seyfried trying to catch. So the Karen, ball. oh hers is like she's so dumb. Like uh, Damien had uh, English with her last year, and then he turns around. Oh, she asked like, me how to spell orange. orange. Oh. That's but right. what, the way he says orange is like orange. Orange. Yeah. I love, um, okay, this is weird. I love Damien's bottom teeth. His bottom okay. teeth? Like he talks with like a, a, a little bit more of a lower jaw and I think it's the cutest thing ever. How does that happen? I'm trying to like talk with my bottom teeth. Like I'm going to do something. It's like, it. you know how a lot of people have exposed top teeth when they talk? Mm-hmm. His bottom teeth are exposed a little bit more. So you see like the little tips of the, like the bottom like canine teeth. Aww. And it's I'm just interesting. Like, I'm such a you've you've Aww. seen this a lot. <laughs> I've seen this so much. I noticed this. Which the other clicks at the school we've got um, 
the ROTC guys. ROTC guys, sexually active band geeks. Uh, we've got the Asian nerds. Co- Asian nerds, cool Asians, um, unfriendly black hotties. Favorite table. Which we can we can talk a little later about how like some of this stuff doesn't age great. It um, doesn't age great, but it's also like not the worst way it could have aged either. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, this um, could have been worse. Yeah, there's definitely like other 2000s movies that are that age worse. Um, mm-hmm. But there are a couple things. Oh, wait, this one of the things that doesn't age great is in the scene where um, oh, Katie we- walks. Uh, she talks to the plastics at lunch mm-hmm. and um, Regina does say the R word. She says it a lot of times, times in this, this movie. movie. That's like in a lot of early 2000s movies. But I didn't remember it so many times in this. I like I think Regina says it three times and I was like, I know, I know. I was kind of in shock when I heard that word said multiple times. I was like, once I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. They said it once. But then they kept saying, I was like, this is a lot right now. This is truly a lot. (laughs) Let's just say it. Regina George, ableist, racist. What did I put? Homophobic. Homophobic. Um, yeah, I haven't seen the musical, but hopefully the musical, um, yeah, updates things a little better. Just the language a little bit. Yeah. Um, like a slang. Um, but the plastics uh, invite Katie to have lunch with them for the rest of the week. Mm-hmm. And we have the uh, a couple memorable lines. One that has become like a big meme lately which is like the so you agree you think you're really pretty mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. become a big meme now with people filling in the blank there um but you know we get the sense that regina um doesn't have katie's uh you know best interest in mind here uh we get the iconic on wednesdays we were pink from amanda seyfried of all people she says it mm-hmm. so we can thank her not just for everything else she's done but for that one <laughs> iconic line before our wardrobe today. <laughs> yeah, the one that started the trend. <laughs> of course. Uh, well, well, she also has the iconic line, which is, if you're from Africa, where are you? Why are you white? <laughs> Me, when I learned about South African people. <laughs> you, like, when you watched The Color of Friendship. Truly, yeah, I was like, what is this? What does this mean? <laughs> what is this? Um... So Janice tells Katie, like, <laughs> yes, you have to hang out with the plastics and spy on them. Like, report back to us. We're going to laugh about all the dumb shit they say, right? Mm-hmm. And she says, I can't do it. I can't lie. Um, this is the scene where we have Danny DeVito, I love your work. Um, yes. But oh, And then we meet Aaron Samuels. Beautiful. Yeah. Gorgeous. Never the same. Yes. <laughs> You were never the same. None I was of us never were the, ever same. the same. He was never the same. <laughs> he truly was never the same. Um, we get the little flashback to Nafume. Mm-hmm, I like her boyfriend you. in Africa. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so Katie obviously is interested in Aaron. And then um, the next day when she's having lunch and Regina is gone for a second. Gretchen and Karen tell Katie that Aaron is Regina's ex-boyfriend and is off limits. Because that's just the rules of feminism. I I don't know if I agree with that all the time. 
I don't know, as a woman, how do we feel? <laughs> oh, I thought you were saying as a woman, I. <laughs> as a woman, I think. Wait, so she said you can't go after your friend's ex-boyfriend? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess I agree with that, like, depending on the circumstances. That's how I feel, too, kind of. Like, right? if it was, like, a mutual, like, well, we just didn't fit well together, but I know you like him, so, like, go ahead. Like, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, exactly. But if it, like, ended really badly, like, they're a bad person, then, like, definitely, yeah, like, one of these. Or if you, like, like self-feelings for them. Yeah. That's yeah, where yeah, the issue yeah. is. If this was, like, a, a healthy friendship these girls had, it would be, like, a, Katie would talk to Regina and they would have a conversation yeah. about it. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. instead, it's just Gretchen saying, no, 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 you can't do that. And just never tell Regina this will be our little secret. I love the many so. rules that they lay down, too. Like, you can't wear tank tops uh, two days in a row. Ponytail is only once a week. You said never again, Sarah. <laughs> you follow that rule to a T. And then they also said, like, no jeans no or sweatpants. Yeah. Uh, no jeans or sweatpants. Unless pants. it's a Friday. Yeah, 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 yeah. One of my favorite deliveries in the movie is Amanda Seyfried later in the movie when they're telling Regina that she can't sit with them. And then Amanda Seyfried says, well, they were real that day I wore a vest. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite parts is Karen the getting The rules aren't real. <laughs> They were real that day I wore a vest because that vest was disgusting. <laughs> These, uh, it's so good. This movie's so good. It's I want to so see the good. vest now. I know. I wish we got to see. I wish like at the end. Oh, wait. Does she wear a vest? When she's braiding that girl's hair at the end. Oh, wait. No, I don't think she's wearing a vest. I don't know, no. but there that would have been, been good. a moment. Yeah, where Karen gets to like proudly wear her vest and just like walk down the hallways. I love screenwriter. My favorite thing, a little moment in here too that I love is when they pan over to Damien and uh, and Janice and, and Janice doing sloth from the and they're Goonies. doing sloth from the Goonies. He, I didn't. I never noticed that he says "Baby Ruth." I always thought he just went ruh, ruh, ruh. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and then yeah, I think because I saw this before the Goonies as well, so I. When I first saw this, I was like, what the fuck are they doing? But now it makes sense. It's good. It's really enjoyable. It's like a fun Indiana Jones without the Nazis. Yeah. (laughs) I have to watch it now. Yes. Oh, question, question. Where would we sit? What would be our table? Because now we know that Janice and Damien sit with the art freaks. That's their table. Well, you went to art school. You went to art school? Yeah. I have my BFA. Frozen three people, frozen three. <laughs> Sorry, you froze. You, you like no sound, no movement. <laughs> but yeah, Juan, you would one hundred percent be with the art freaks, and I'd, I like to think I would as well. I'd either be with the art freaks or with the burnouts. Honestly, I think the the sexually active yeah. band geeks were a little bit too much for me because yeah, I had those in I high school and I was not the move. They were nasty. Mm-hmm. I think now I would sit with the plastics, but, like, back then, I'd probably be, like, in the bathroom. Yeah. I was gonna say, like, otherwise, I'd be, like, at the library or something. True. Yeah. Where where were those people? Where were the library kids? Yeah. Because we all know there were people at lunch that would be in the library. Um, we have, uh, ooh, another iconic character, Kevin Nepore, Kevin G, mm-hmm. who asks Katie to join the mathletes. As a diversity hire. 
for yeah to get one girl on the team to get funding <laughs> to get funding um also that actor uh i don't remember his name i'll look it up um but i know in the reunion that just happened last year he talked about how nice it was to like go out for a role for an indian character who wasn't talking in like the you know stereotypical mm-hmm. like apu yeah. from simpsons accent and how he just got to be like this himself Mathlete that raps yeah so i know that meant a lot to him I love and his that. name is rajiv surendra give it up Ooh. first rajiv's i can't say that last name without butchering rajiv. it so i'm not gonna try <laughs> oh this says he wrote a book about um how he was trying to win the lead role in life of pi <gasps> what a book about it yeah he i guess he tried to be the lead character in the life of Pi, but then didn't get it. And he wrote a book about try- how he tried to get it and everything. Anyways, that would have been fun. That would have been fun to see Kevin G in that boat with the tiger. I didn't see the movie. Um, anyways, I about it. <laughs> yeah, we get our first taste of how evil Regina can be when she, uh, when we're at the mall and she, and she, calls, she calls that girl's, that girl's mom. mom. Yeah. I love it. Tends to be Planned Parenthood. I love when Gretchen is basically like, call her ID, and she's like, not if you're calling. Like, she knows. She knows mm-hmm. all the back ways into shit. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, her like, mind. she's thought of everything. Mm-hmm. And that's truly terrifying. Like, if you're on Regina's side, like, it seems like it's all fun and games. But that girl looked terrified when she answered her phone and her mom was calling. Mm-hmm. And her mom was yelling at her. So... I mean, Katie I scream Sand. every time I see, hear any adult scream. Like, anytime a, an adult raises their voice. I mean, I'm an adult, too, but, like, a grown, mm-hmm. a grown person. Like, every time they raise their voice, I'm like... Gotta go. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> this isn't me. This ain't me. I'm just like, who yells? Truly. Like, why? Yeah. Chill out. Uh, speaking of adults, we get a semi-adult, I guess. We get Regina's mom. <laughs> semi-adult played by amy poehler because she's a mom but she's not a regular regular mom mom. she's a cool mom mom. which that line alone like means all of our moms have watched this like moms across america have Have seen this worn t-shirts that say i'm not a regular mom i'm a cool mom and they think they're being so cool and like good for you i guess but (laughs) (laughs) do i think that's cheesy yeah but um, but Regina's mom, you know, she's, you know, she she thinks she's one of the girls. She's one of the plastics. You girls keep friends. me young. God, I love God you. love you. <laughs> Do you want anything? Some snacks, a condom? Oh, God love If you're going to drink, I'd rather you do it in the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I for for a while, I was saying, uh, I would say, like, what's the 411? What are the cool new jams? <laughs> Just like Regina George's mom. Not that. Uh, this is the first time we see the burn book, Ooh. which is the, uh, you know, the MacGuffin of the movie. Mm-hmm. This movie really could be analyzed in, in film school. Fuck Pulp Fiction. It should be Mean Girls. Let's go. Um, so, obviously book they're writing it about all and then uh we see that there's a page about janice and they wrote the next to her (laughs) and so we're thinking 
well, what could this be about? Because we know that Jess and Regina have a history, but we, as the audience, do not know it yet, and neither does Katie. Um, Katie says that Damien is too gay to function, and then the plastics write it in the book, but Katie realizes quickly, like, oh, shit, maybe that was just okay when Janice said it. So You had to be part of the community. Mm-hmm. You had to be part of it, Katie. <laughs> this you is can't our word. Say the D word. You can't say these. You can't say too gay to function. You're not sitting with the art freaks. No, she pulled a. She pulled a. What's her name? She pulled a Katy Perry on on Amer- an American Idol wig. Oh no! <laughs> that's that's for us. That's not for you. I forgot about that. Um, or like Vanessa Hudgens, and she said, "I'm so into voguing right now." <laughs> Pick your I'm fighter. So I'm voguing. so into voguing right now, or this is for us, not for you. Um, so Janice learns about the burn book from Katie and says, "Well, you got to steal it." And Katie says, "I can't steal," um, but bitch. she will keep spying on her. I would have stolen that book in 2.5 seconds. I would have been like, like, oh, can I borrow that? I'll Xerox it. I'll I'll digitize it for us so we can keep it forever. That's actually genius. Right? Pull the long con. It's also interesting, like, this movie, speaking of, like, technology, um, because this was, like, a pre-social media movie, so, like, just towards the end there, like, all these, like, uh, the fighting at the end and there were just so many moments when I was like, this would be a totally different movie if it was made today. This like, would be cyberbullied. This, this would be that be... movie cyberbullied. Yeah. They would be writing it on like a Facebook wall instead of like a book. Mm-hmm. Let's bring that back. Let's write shit on bathroom walls. Stop writing some <laughs> on like someone's virtual like scrolling dashboard. Facebook wall. Yeah. <laughs> um we have Regina telling Katie that she can talk to Aaron if she wants to. This is a three-way call attack. <gasps> the Ooh. iconic three-way call attacks. Mm-hmm. She says, Gretchen told me that you're into him and I can talk to him if you want, but aren't you upset with Gretchen for telling me about this? And that she was says, sneaky. I guess she just did it for the attention. Ooh. I want to bring back three-way calls. Like, We're that's... on them right now. <laughs> <laughs> We're on but we can see each other. I wanted to. I want to do it anonymously, True. where you don't even. Yeah, <laughs> with can, only two of us. Them. Yeah, you can still do three-way calling it. Believe, no, it right? shows you now that there's another person on the line. Oh, so you can't sneakily... because of the caller ID. Yeah, you can't be a sneaky sneak and be like. Okay, so you want to do three-way call attacks? Not just yes. I don't want three-way calls. I want three-way call attacks. I want to yeah, expose you, people. There's a difference. Yes, there's yeah. a clear difference. <laughs> well, yeah, like Nicole said, you got to get a landline then. And I will. I'm paying for one. I'm paying for a landline. And everyone in this house uses their cell phones. I don't know why I'm paying extra money for a landline. What am Wait, I doing? Usually, the, you, yeah, usually they're like connected to your internet. There's like no way to like. No. Like when, you, when you pay for. Oh, no. I chose my Cox pack. <gasps> Legendary <laughs> iconic. Isn't that you, so cool? Do you call on it? Yeah, of course I do. What's I have it connected a hamburger to? phone. It's just not hooked up. Huh? What's it connected to? Oh, I just unplugged it to show you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but My she ass was like, what's it, it connected to? 
Like, it plugs it on the bottom. <laughs> yes, I love that. We'll do a three-way call tech on this, okay? <laughs> Sarah, get ready. I have my hamburger phone. I have a phone line in here. Like, I used to have a phone in my room. <sighs> but it wasn't, like, its own line or anything. Like, like my family could totally, like, listen and, like, just be breathing on the, Ew, on the other just- device. <sighs> You're like a experience. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, one, if you want to do three-way calling attacks, you got to get a landline. All right, you got to start using your landline. I have um, to call someone that's also on a landline, too, so they don't see. And you have to drag them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think this is going to happen for you, finding three people that have a landline. I'll make it happen. I'll make sure yeah. everyone that I want to talk shit about and with all have landlines, and I'll only call when I'm when I'm doing that. So when the phone rings, you know it's either about you or gonna be with someone else. <laughs> the gossip hotline. Yeah, it's like the Powerpuff Girls phone, but it's only for shit talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know whether to answer it or not if you're emotionally stable enough for that night. <laughs> you can handle it. All right, so Katie starts talking to Aaron. She's not great at it. No, she um, came. What did she came dressed with those nasty teeth that you would get off those little quarter slots? Not the <laughs> at the Halloween party, yes, because uh, he invites her to a Halloween party, and she says, "I got to be scary," because she doesn't know about the slut rule. No, of just getting away with dressing like a slut on Halloween. Um, so she goes as like a zombie bride. No, she goes ex-wife. as an ex-wife. Yeah. What was your accent there? X Y. My X Y. Owen Wilson. That's my st- that's my that's my straight father accent. Oh okay. <laughs> um. So at first, Aaron is like pumped that Katie came there, and like he seems super into her. And then Regina tells Aaron that she's a psycho. Um, that yes, Regina can tell that Aaron is also interested in Katie. So she says, "Well, she's obsessed with you." She. She like writes your name. Mrs. Fiona Charming all over her notebook. (laughs) Mrs. Fiona Charming, yes. Um, This is another scene where she uses the R word, so not great. Um, And then she kisses Aaron, Mm -hmm. um, and Katie sees. Before that, though, we get the. I'm really into what's his face right now. That's your cousin, yeah. Second cousin. No, first cousin. (laughs) You have your cousins, and then you have your first cousins. And then I love it when she's like, I'm wrong. And she's like, yeah, you are. That's not right, is it? Like, truly, Amanda Seyfried is so good in this movie. Her performance. so beautiful. Her delivery is amazing. Um, So Katie goes to Janice and Damien and says, Regina's a fucking bitch. Yes. And so they come up with that chalkboard. They say, we're going to get rid of Regina. Here are the three things that she has, and we're going to take away from her. Aaron Samuels, hot bod, army of skanks. Yep. Exactly. And one by one, we're going to get rid of them. So we have the one way or another montage where mm-hmm. they're giving her the foot cream, where they're cutting her tank top. What did I call it? The peekaboob? Is that a name? I I said I I came up with it. I'll take okay. credit. I've never heard of it before, but okay. That was but good. thank you. You're welcome. So yeah, over a month they're they're doing these things, but you know nothing's really happening. Mm-hmm. Um, the worst they've done is made her her face smell like feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
So now we see that the talent show is coming up and Katie is going to have to do a Jingle Bell Rock performance. Oh, my God. Um, and then this is where we learn, um, you know, the history between Janice and Regina from mm-hmm. Regina herself that um, she thought Janice was obsessed with her and then that she was a lesbian and said, you know, you can't, I can't come have to a my lesbian party. at my pool party. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Um, oh, and this is, I believe, the third and hopefully final time that she uses the R word. I think um, so. I don't think she says it again. I, I yeah, think I so. It. Um, and then we have the, uh, oh my god, I love your skirt. Where did you get it? That is the ugliest effing skirt I've ever seen. <laughs> so another <laughs> moment of, yeah. I, another oh, moment of Katie realizing that, like... <laughs> everything has been calculated like regina probably only said nice things to her to like keep enemies close type of thing yeah because she remembers her bracelet which i always thought was just cheerios glued onto a piece of leather <laughs> Maybe tell me that okay. that fucking bracelet didn't look like cheerios we need to do like a side i can't part. tell you that <laughs> please someone tell me <laughs> we need to do like a side i'll do that like a 2005 pose I'll do that next <laughs> Which one did you own? <laughs> the knockoff? We should do a DIY video and we could make our own Cheerio bracelet. Yeah. Just goes viral. Yeah. I wish. <laughs> um, but yeah, so then we have the uh, four for you, Glenn Coco scene with the candy canes. Mm-hmm. And none for Gretchen Wieners, bye. <laughs> none for Gretchen Wieners, bye. This is the... Uh, you know, the new plan. You know, mm-hmm. Katie said, I'm going to send these candy canes to everyone but Gretchen so that Gretchen is thinking that Regina's mad at her and she starts spiraling. She's going to spill the tea and I'm going to use that tea against Regina. Using what a mastermind. Leverage. Leverage. Not it through. That's power. Like, That's pretty power. immediately, Gretchen starts. Just spilling things. She's the weakest like, one. Regina has a nose job. Her parents are having problems <laughs> all of these different things mm-hmm. she's half a virgin whatever that means her um well and then the big reveal obviously is that uh she's cheating on aaron samuels which is or yeah she's cheating on aaron with shane omen in the projection room <gasps> and then we get <laughs> pedophilia wait, wait 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 we'll get to that in a minute oh. first we have we have to mention the talent show and damien don't look at me Beautiful performance. Don't look at me. Um, Kevin G's rap. I love. Iconic. I love the clapping that Miss Norberry does for Kevin. She's yeah. just. She's so happy for him. <laughs> and then we have the uh, Jingle Bell Rock scene where things get all fucked up because I'm always on your left. Because Gretchen is no longer on the left and mm-hmm. has misstepped, kicks a boombox into her boyfriend's face, <laughs> um, and then luckily they uh, they're able to acapella sing. Luckily, the they have the Lindsay Lohan who has three albums out by now. <laughs> she only had the one. She only she did, did the one album, right? She was so Rumor? prepared. Yeah, the one with rumors. Um, but yeah, so that's oh, and we have Amy Poehler. The outro in the aisles. Perfect. With the camcorder. Such a supportive Um, mom. 
Hmm. Yes. Um, and then after winter break, I believe, is when we have the Brutus is just as cute as Caesar. The, the scene meltdown. where Gretchen melts down. And finally, yes, tells Katie that Regina is cheating on Aaron. And then we get that one way or another again montage I call um, it. of them trying to get Aaron up into the projection room. The stupid bit where they're like, <laughs> Damien in a full ski mask like steals her purse. I don't think he's, like he's headed to the projection room above the auditorium. <laughs> or swim practice has been moved to the, <laughs> to the auditorium. Room above the auditorium. Um, Train pack. Yes, yes, this, um, yes, this is another thing that doesn't age super well is that like, of all the characters, like having it be the two Asian characters that end up hooking up with this coach isn't great i feel mm-hmm. like tina fey wouldn't do this now hopefully um but yes coach Carr, fucking awful piece of shit i, I want w- like what happened to him yeah. <laughs> i never want get, his like, movie i don't want his movie i just want confirmation that he like he's in jail he's on the run yeah is like, he's on the run. has the worst life he's on the run um i i never knew that Damien was gay because he sounds so disappointed and train peck like he had a crush on her. Cause he like when he takes off his he's max, he's like kinda sad. He's like, train peck? And like he looks like he's about to cry, like, what's happening? What's happening? I think he's sad that there's a pedophile working at their school. <laughs> <laughs> and it's train peck it's train peck who's the victim. Aww. But like when you first saw this, you just didn't pick up. Yeah, on it was that. like he's so sad. Even though they multiple times <laughs> say he's gay, I I thought it was a I thought it was a bit. It this is <laughs> this was me. This was me. This was the joke. Okay, I like did not nowhere near. <laughs> um. Anyways, we have the Calteen bars, mm-hmm. which um. You know, Katie and Janice and Damien decide they're going to give those to Regina now. They say, it just burns carbs. It burns all your carbs. But it really makes you gain weight. Yes. Um, and then we have the uh, the shift in Katie and her personality. At this point, she's gone full plastic. Another thing that has become a meme lately is the, like, I could hear people getting bored of me. <laughs> but <I just> <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, at this point, she's... She's going full plastic. She's intentionally failing math tests um, so that Aaron will tutor her. I love when Ms. Nordberry is basically like, all your work is right, just the answers are wrong. And I'm like, clown. Everything, like, all the messages in this movie, yeah, they're from Miss Norberry. Like, you don't have to dumb yourself down to get someone to like you. Mm -hmm. Like, you girls need to stop calling each other sluts and whores. Yeah. Everything here is is Miss Norberry will Bless. teach us. Um, but yeah, when they uh, finally do their little tutoring session, Aaron and Katie kiss, and she ends up uh, confessing. She spills the beans. Mm-hmm. She says she's cheating on you. She says it, and just mm-hmm. like that, Regina has lost Aaron Samuels. Yes, off the chalkboard. Um, Goodbye. We have this <laughs> spring fling. Queen nominations. nominations, Gretchen, Regina, 
Janice and Katie. What? Oh, the drama. What? I love Karen not nominated. I love when they like when Katie gets so excited that she got nominated and it wasn't Damien who put her name in, and then they make fun of her. They're like <laughs> their faces are so good. Like their facial acting is impeccable. Mm-hmm. Um we have the uh this is <laughs> Again, another line that I feel like I say a lot is you can try Sears. Because um, <laughs> this is the one, three, and five scene with the dress where it won't fit. So her hot body basically is another thing that's window. gone off that chalkboard. Um, let's see. Oh, we went over the test thing. Um, one, you mentioned um, that one of the lines you say the most is, I'm a pusher, Katie. Um, and that's in that scene mm-hmm. where Miss Norbury says, all the work is right. You're just not getting the right answers. I pushed my she husband says, to go to law school. That was yeah. a flop. <laughs> that was a bust. So she says, I'm going to push you because I know you can do better. And then oh, before- cut to Katie just going off. Yeah, she's go she's going crazy. I love the scene beforehand, though, after Aaron Samuels breaks up with uh, Regina because that's where we also get some good iconic lines from, like, um, Oh, I, I was half Seyfried. a virgin when yeah, I Yeah, I was and half then... a virgin. And then also when she's like, I can put my whole fist in my mouth. Want to see? <laughs> also, you want to do something go fun? to Taco Bell. <laughs> I'm on an all-carb diet. <laughs> God, Karen, you're so stupid. It's so good. This uh, is such a good sequence just for Amanda Seyfried. Like, this it's is like I have moment. ESPN or something. I have a fifth sense. Everything I, that comes out of Karen's mouth is gold. Yeah, like, everything. I love uh, when, uh, also when, uh, uh, what's her name? Not Amanda. Gretchen? Not Gretchen, not Karen, not Regina? Katie. The other one. The main one in <laughs> no, the movie? No, the other one. Again, <laughs> you said Janice. <laughs> Janice. Oh, Janice, okay. <laughs> I love when Janice calls Katie a baby prostitute. Mm-hmm. And she's like wearing a juicy couture. Yeah. <laughs> You smell like a baby <laughs> prostitute. Thanks. Thanks. Yes. Um, but yeah, Katie is now ranting about Miss Norberry, saying, I hate her. She's um, like a drug pusher. Drug pusher. She also says she was so queer. I think just meaning strange, but I said, Katie, are you being homophobic here? I'll kick your ass. But I think she was saying it in the strange. way she was being so strange. Um but they say, let it out, baby. Put it in the burn book. And she does. And that was when yeah. Katie fucked up. That's, that was her downfall. Her <laughs> this was truly like... If this she, if this was a movie that she was She would have like, gotten away with it, too. If, if it wasn't for like, her stupid ass, yeah. If she hadn't written that thing about Miss Norbury, she could have been like, I, I didn't write anything in that book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This was that moment, like, if the movie started, like, I bet you're wondering how I got here. <laughs> yeah, yeah like that that's the moment that the movie started on yeah cool they started it like that <laughs> they started like in the principal's office yeah it's like that's me i bet you're wondering how i got here <laughs> let's go back um she self-narrates we have another three-way call attack where katie has um gretchen on the line and calls regina and regina says I'm worried about Gretchen. Like, mm-hmm. I'm worried she got nominated as a joke. Also says that people forget about Karen because she's such a slut. Oh. Yes. I feel so bad for Karen, like, in this scene. Like, nothing wrong. 
has done nothing wrong. And when, like, when Gretchen says, if someone was talking bad about you behind your back, would you want to know? And she just says, no. No. I love when. <laughs> Poor innocent Karen. <laughs> I love when she's still calling Regina. She's like, oh, wait, sorry. Hold up. Like, she she tries to transition the three-way call, but she still's on the same line. Oh my god, she's so annoying. She repeats the same sentence. <laughs> In the same cadence. Um, oh, and then also her cough is very iconic. <laughs> exactly. Um, I, fe- I feel like when I first saw this, like, Boo Yu Horror was, like, such a, like, like obviously iconic line, but that felt like the like, like most R-rated line in the movie. I was like, "That's so I'm not true." Allowed to I say felt that. the same. That I felt the same. I was always like, "Oh, I don't know if I can say this one. This is too much." <laughs> now, cut well, to also, me now talking about fisting. It's also the way Regina's delivery of it, and then Karen's reaction of it of being like so shocked that her friend just said this. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's that's also like that's what makes us all go, hey. <laughs> this cut deep. This is uncomfortable. Yeah. Um anyways, we have Regina getting kicked out of the plastics table because she's wearing sweatpants because they're the only thing that fit me right now, guys. And um watch where you're going, fat re- ass. Another, <gasps> that was good. <laughs> another good line. So good. Watch where you're going, fat ass. And yeah, we talked about the vest line earlier. Mm. Um, but if Regina's out, that means Gretchen and Karen need someone new they knew, they to need take a new her queen. place. They need a new queen bee, so they're looking to Katie as the new leader. Um, so basically, they want to hang out, and Katie says, "What? Well, I, I had tickets to a thing, but they're like, no. The no, art no. show, the art show. No, they want to throw a party because her parents are out of town. Yes. Um, and then, yeah, her, the parents are like, wait, you, we were going to hang out with you. You love Lady Smith. Smith Black Mamba. <laughs> That's another one that, that I say a lot. You love Lady Smith Black Mambazo. <laughs> um, Have you listened to Lady Smith Black Mambazo at all? Yeah. <laughs> they got yeah. some bobs. <laughs> this movie gave them so much press. It really no, did. No, I remember I was listening to an album, um, I think it's Paul Simon's Graceland album, and they were on it. They're like on a song, and I think I texted you on. I was like, "Oh my god, Lady Smith Black Mombasa was on this song!" <laughs> Couldn't believe it. Um, but yeah, so the parents go out of town to this concert. Katie gets all dolled up in this little leathery-looking dress, and I don't know they have a party. It's a I look lo- for sure. I love the next day, like fast forwarding forward just a little bit when the mom comes back home and she's like, "You put away the sacred birth, the sacred like birthing vase or My whatever." Tribal vase. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's like, "Whatever." I don't it's even know you anymore. Yes, yeah, the fertility the vase. Yes. <laughs> Who are you? Yeah. Um. So yeah. At this party, which Katie thought was just going to be a small get together, so many people show up. Um, this is my biggest fear and this is why I hate the idea of a throwing a party is like I never wanted to be like yeah like you guys can come over immediately 20 people in my house like no no ma'am not here for that oh my TV shows and movies too I wonder if that happens in real life yeah I would never like I don't I barely like like family member like cousins or aunts and uncles being in my own house I don't want like 
a bunch of random people being in my house trashing it. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Mm-mm. Not that. Anything but that. My cousins um, actually told me a story that they threw a party that got out of hand really fast because people did that. And I was like, oh, it does happen. It's real. <laughs> so can confirm those situations actually do happen. And that's what Project X was based on. Was my cousin's cousin. party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You keep stealing their ideas. <laughs> Your who, is, who is spying on my family? Who's listening? <laughs> Who's big fat liar in your family? What's who's that big director? Who's E.T.? Who's that? Who's that? Oh, man? Steven Spielberg. It's Steven Spielberg. <laughs> um, Regina has not been invited to this party, but shows up uninvited and mm-hmm. ends up walking in on Katie, who was in the middle of a. You know, really fucking up her chances with Aaron. Yeah, and then just. Stealing the deal with the throwing up on him. Yeah. And then we get the reveal that the Caltine bars are for gaining weight. Because her fucking Jason Owen is like, coach gives us these to fucking go Shane, you know his name is Shane. Oh, Shane Owen, I'm so sorry. Jason is Gretchen's love interest. Oh, sorry. Jason is the little sleaze. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Same difference. Do you want to have sex with him? No, thank you. (laughs) Um, but yeah, and pretty iconic, uh, Rachel McAdams moment where she screams with the, like, Calteen Bart in her teeth. <laughs> Why um, did that win Sissy Fit? I know. That like, scream took so long. She screamed since the car ride to her house at the Burnbrook, at the, at the Staples getting the Xerox, back at <laughs> no. the school. I know. She, like, fully, like, probably stopped to get gas on the way and was, like, screaming at the gas station. (laughs) This scene where she, like, from the moment she starts, she spits, Mm -hmm. screams, and then we see her doing her thing with the burn book. This scene is so genuinely scary to me. It's so aggressive. It's such a horror movie moment, like, moment when Rachel McAdams, like, her, like, cutting up and, like, pasting and writing she's a fugly slut on there and then the look in her eyes when you see that she put her own picture and you see her like just leaning over it horror movie moment like that why is it why isn't she like a villain in an actual horror movie like give her that opportunity that would be actually terrifying like there's nothing scarier to me than the idea of like someone just going apeshit and hating themselves and then like targeting other people i'm like not not this. <laughs> Anything but that. Those crazy eyes really done did do it. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember when I first saw this being like, I'm scared. I'm like, scared for my safety, their who safety. Who else was scared? Like, <laughs> I was really scared. Um, But this, like, kicks us off into, like, the... Really the last big act of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um all revolving around the burn book, which Regina turns in to Mr. Duvall, says she found it in the bathroom, um, but somehow knows <laughs> specifically things that are said. Like, what does this say? So-and-so is a fat whore. <laughs> <laughs> fat whore. I love that one so much, too. Oh, wait. Right before this, we missed 
Janice uh, and Damien showing up. Oh, yelling. They are pissed. And yelling about the art show and how Katie is now full plastic. Mm -hmm. And when Katie says, It's not my fault you're obsessed with me. That car screech. Yeah, when Damien pumps those brakes. And then when cinema, when Janice says, You're a mean girl, Katie. You're You're a a bitch. bitch. And when she throws it, the she canvas, does the painting, yes, the beautiful painting. Uh, and when Damien says, "I want my pink shirt back," it's also good. As they're like halfway down the block, I want my pink yeah. shirt. Like Kelly Osborne could never. Kelly Osborne truly me. like missed it, but I'm glad she did. Yeah, hundred percent. Oh, again, they said they wanted a Kelly Osborne type. They never said they wanted Kelly Osborne, <laughs> which I think says something. Um. But yes, yeah, so burn book found it in the bathroom. Katie, Gretchen, and Karen get called to the office. And meanwhile, Regina is posting pages of the book all over school. Boy, did she have some time in the library copy machine or something. She must have spent a fortune. Those <laughs> library staples. copy machines, you know, they used to charge you 15 cents a page. That bullshit. Yeah. So true. I never even thought about that. Yeah. She went to but a like, Kinko's. <laughs> and like today, this wouldn't be done with papers. This would just be something you leak online. That she would be something. With everyone, I'm like her sidekick or Motorola razor. <laughs> her. <laughs> it was the era of the razor. It was yeah. the era of the razor. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she no, hit her fave. Like, she yeah. hit her fave five in that little fucking circle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so like today, yeah, Mean Girls wouldn't, uh, which just wouldn't be the same, wouldn't hit as hard. I don't think it would have done as good, really, if it had done the whole like cyberbully route. Like, no. Something about the people walking by and looking at the flyers is visceral. Yeah. And something about, you know, when you see like cyberbullying or whatever, like everyone's not in the same place, but the fact that they were all in the same place and able to confront each other about certain things. And get into those like physical fights. I mean, that's his, if you're getting cyberbullied, turn your phone off. <laughs> there you go, girl. Solve the issue. The power is gone. Exactly. Delete your yeah, profile. When... Turn your phone off. You're good. Delete your MySpace. Oh, my my MySpace is still somewhere out in the in the world. I hope it got deleted automatically. I hope someone just went yayit. Yeah, just wiped it out. But yeah, like when someone says you did this like to your face and you have to respond confront them yeah you have to respond right then and there that's where things get a little difficult that's when you turn into a wild animal and start to wow wow this scene is this scene as well is very scary mom i'm scared pick me up i'm scared <laughs> people are getting tackled they're falling down flights of stairs and like that's such a great shot of regina just standing there well yeah. everyone's killing each other out. This is so some good. Hunger Games shit. Mm-hmm. This was the Hunger Games. This level of like, um, you know, tying in with Katie's backstory of being from Africa, but like the whole wild animal like jungle scenes in her that, head when like, she's like, "This really... wasn't in a, this wasn't in my own head. Like this was happening for real thing." Yeah, mm-hmm. that whole like aspect of the movie like really makes it like like we didn't see that in like other teen movies. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is very much like. 
unique to Mean Girls. So I feel like that has something to do with it being so iconic. Could you imagine you walk out of class and everyone is fighting? Like everyone is just like throwing hands. I would I leave. Out the razor and just like try to record it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. People today would, yeah, probably, yeah, they'd film it, post it on Twitter. Truly. World star. Whatever happened to world star, bring it back. Oh God. Like, I, I would leave. 100%. I'd just go outside. I'd be probably. the kid who called my mom. Yeah. Oh, I'd be loving it. I'd be like, let me watch. See what happens. <laughs> what if you get hurt in the process? I wouldn't get hurt in the process. You'd get an really- elbow to the face accidentally or something. You'd be behind a bush, candid cameraing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so we have uh, the girls have gone wild. Um, well, Miss Norberry, we have the part where she like gets knocked down and she sees that page about her, and you know from that look on her face that she, she knows who knows. it is. She knows yeah. it's Katie. Who else did she say? I'm a pusher. The way she comes up out of the camera, just like, like just <laughs> eyes rolled, fucking possessed, like so good. She knew. Um, so the girls have gone wild. All the junior girls get sent to the gym. Mm-hmm. And Miss Norbury uh, has to. We will keep get them you here to- all night <laughs> if we have to. We keep you here till four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Mr. Duval realizes he can't um, relate to these girls in their wide set vaginas. So he says, <laughs> I'm going to pass this along to Miss Norbury. I have a heavy flow in a wide set <laughs> vagina. Yeah. The slight <laughs> accent on vagina. <laughs> Yeah, that girl, she did a great job in that delivery, too. Also, when she's, that same girl sings in Jingle Bell Rock, I think oh, it's so she's sweet. Like, jingle Bell, Jingle Bell. Yeah. What a performance. It's a swell time. Like She's, like, looking around, seeing if anyone else is going to join. I know. I love her. Um, so, Miss Norbury says, we're going to figure out these conflicts. We're going to break mm-hmm. them down. Um, Regina's like, I don't think any of us who were like, if we're not persecuted in the book, I don't understand why I have to be here. Then yeah, the iconic. Yeah. Raise your hand go, if you've ever felt ahead. personally victimized by Regina George. Mm-hmm. The principal. Everyone's hand just skyrockets. <laughs> the principal, yeah. The I love the 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 secretary. The secretary who raised her hand for that, but also like. When it's like, raise your hand if you've ever been called a slut. And she raises her hand, too. <laughs> I, I do want a movie about her. Spinoff about her. That I love that actress. No. I don't even know who that actress is. I love she's her. She's the secretary? Yeah, she's the secretary. But I love her and the lady from The, from the Office. The show they The Office. They just look the same. They look the same. But, like, I love both of them. Like, they play, like secretary ladies really well like they're great yeah. you don't even know who this woman is i don't i don't i you don't basing her off of, you're basing her off of this one performance you're like i love her i love her <laughs> whatever her name is um and then we have the uh the apologies and the falling into like the trust fall into the crowd we have the girl who <laughs> has a lot of feelings she she just doesn't even go here. Iconic. We have um another great line. I think 
Michelle actually wrote this in my notebook, which is the, I'm sorry I made fun of you that time you got diarrhea at Barnes & Noble, and I'm sorry <laughs> for telling everyone about it, and I'm sorry for repeating it now. Great line from Karen. Um, we have uh, Janice doing her big, uh, you know, confession of like, hey, Regina, we fucked with you this whole time. When she crumbles up that paper, like, no, 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 this is going to be from the heart. So good. Never mind. She said, I think I got this. She says, we fucked with you the whole time. My friend Katie, that's her right there. Katie Heron, C-A-D-Y. You all know her. (laughs) You all know her. You all hate her. She She and I did this to Regina. Yeah. (laughs) And and I guess it's just because I have a big lesbian crush on you. So suck on that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So good. And then... You know, how else would you uh, follow up on a scene like that? You would have Regina get hit by a bus. Honestly, iconic. I love the next line, like, when we get later on where she's like, some people say they pushed her. Some people say they saw her head spin all the way around. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what is the truth? Like, when I first saw this, I was like, God, is that just killing her off? That's it? But then when (laughs) they say, just kidding. I was like, oh my god, an M. Night Shyamalan level twist <laughs> by Tina Fey here. Like, she's one second she's dead, next second she's not. Next I don't second know she's in a body cast looking like a big old robot. Mm hmm. Um, then Katie, this is all leading up to Spring Fling. Katie gets grounded for failing math. Um, Katie uh, then has no friends, eaten in the bathroom again. Everyone fucking hates her. Miss Norbury is being investigated because obviously Coach Carr turned out to truly be a pedophile. Mm-hmm. So they got to look into this. I love when Kevin G, because Mr. Duvall says like, has your teacher ever tried to sell you marijuana or ecstasy tablets? And Kevin G says, what are marijuana tablets? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a quick line there. <laughs> But this is where Katie comes clean and says, I wrote the book. And uh, she doesn't she blame does anyone else. It's it. all her. Mm-hmm. And Miss Norbury says, I accept your apology when Katie goes to apologize her. And, uh, and then she says, but you're going to join the mathletes. You have to be a fucking nerd now. That's your punishment. Good for her. Good for Miss Norbury. Um, oh, I had queen. So, <laughs> yeah. So then we have the God is a DJ montage where everyone's getting for spring fling, but Katie is getting ready okay. for the mathletes. Yes. Their well, no, she's grounded. Yeah. But she's not grounded for... Go- she was she was supposed to be grounded, and that includes being at the mathletes competition. But, but the, the dad, dad was didn't like, know. He was like, "What? what is grounded? <laughs> what is the ground? <laughs> yes. So she goes to her mathletes competition... Where uh, things get pretty heated, gets into sudden death between the two girls. And then she has that realization. She has the moment. She says, not even the the dollar store's uh, lipstick on her snaggletooth is going to save me. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that whole message of calling someone fat doesn't make you skinny. Calling someone ugly doesn't make you pretty. That whole thing. That's the message. That's the root of it. What a good moral. 
Well, what a good moral. That's why it's still relevant. And then she People goes, are shit. still being mean to each other today. Yeah, and then she says, the limit does not exist. And they end up winning. And they win it all, baby. They win the money. I don't. What do Got they it. win? What do they win? A trophy? Medals. Oh, medals. Yeah, medals. like <laughs> yeah, like medals. And then they have their jackets that they get outside. Cute. Which yeah, they roll up to. Yeah, they roll up to the to the spring fling, looking fly in their jackets. Uh, Katie's parents are there because they've been looking for her. They thought she went to the dance, even though she was grounded. Um, but while you know, right when Katie gets there, she gets crowned spring fling queen. And let's talk about the outfits for a second. We have oh, Janice in that purple suit. Janice and Davey wearing, yeah, matching matching purple suits. Juan, you and I have said we're going to do that someday. Maybe but someday. We'll to, yeah, we'll have to set aside. That might have to be a Cisco Sos original. To, yeah, to get the uh, to get the, the suits because you can't just You're go find those anywhere. I know, because we, we were going to do that. Like We had talked about it like a few Halloweens ago, but we were like, realistically, how are we going to find this? Two matching purple suits like that. And our sizes. Yeah, we might have to pay to get those tailored. Mm-hmm. I'm manifesting right now. Yeah, I think, yeah, let's manifest this maybe for this Halloween or, or next year. Yeah. I'll I DM always, Frankie I, I, right now. I write these Halloween ideas down. We've had a couple. You write them down, but we never like, do them. At least I don't. I know. But I, th- I have them up here and in my phone. Who's We're who's gonna the... be Bulk and Skull from Power Rangers and Damien and Janice. All in the same year, we do reveals. Which every month we just do a new costume. I love that so much. Let's go. Um okay, this is Juan's favorite scene, the song that he wants played at his fucking funeral. <laughs> he wants this scene uh where Katie apologizes for the burn book and it's just plastic. It is his- it is a sweet moment where she compliments like some of the girls in the audience. Like, your hair looks great. You look so pretty. It probably took you forever. That dress is amazing. Like, Regina, you're she's beautiful. Bitch, you're gorgeous. You, you look Linda Evangelista. You're a model. Did you film those tights yourself? You mm-hmm. could have walked out here mm-hmm. in a diaper. Yes. So she breaks up that crown and says, here's some for each of the nominees. For she breaks that else. crown 17 times. I don't know how there's a bit of that crown left for anybody. Literally. Yeah. And that's it. And like, I'm such a weak bitch that like, I try to break that. You think I could do that? No. Those things are so easy to break. <laughs> Still, you know, I couldn't break that. <laughs> they on- it only bends for you and you're just like, ugh. Yeah. Um, but, and then we have Katie making up with Janice and Damien. They're like, as long as you're not an asshole anymore, we're good. Mm-hmm. Um, she dances with Aaron and they kiss. I oh. feel like watching this time, I was like, I feel like he, I expect him to like have more of a conversation with her. Yeah. About like her like lying and everything, but he's just like, all right, like I forgive you. I just expected more of a conversation, but that's no. just me. They just ran out of time. They just didn't have the time. Maybe that was a deleted scene. They said, we're on the last day of filming. We got to go. <laughs> yeah. Um, we have Janice and Damien kissing for a second, and they'd say, ew, no. <laughs> <laughs> I 
And then Kevin G, who only dates women of color, as we learned earlier, um, dances with Janice and uh, asks if she's Lebanese or finds out that she's Lebanese. Um, and then at the the little, uh, what do you call it? I went to film school, but I forgot what it's called. Just a little like. The epilogue? Epilogue. There we go. Oh. <laughs> The epilogue of Regina doing lacrosse now. The sports girls aren't scared of her. She can tackle them. She can scream at them. All mm-hmm. good. Karen living her dream doing the morning announcements. Her, tits, she gets her boobs can predict the, the weather. <laughs> she gets to talk about the rain and her boobs. Love it. Gretchen joins the cool Asians. She has to Probably. find another click. She had to find someone else. Um... No word on what happened with Jason, I'm guessing. We didn't see Jason post getting hit by the boombox. No, he shows up at the end. Oh, wait, does he? He might be in the hospital. (laughs) (laughs) He might have a broken skull. He might still be in there. Um, We have Aaron going to Northwestern, and Katie sees him on the weekends. Janice and Kevin are like together now. Um, and basically, Girl World is at peace. It's kind of nice. We see like Karen braiding that one girl's hair and Regina walking with uh, like, you know, girls that were made fun of earlier. Yeah. And now like everyone's, you know, just Har- peacefully living. Yeah. In harmony. We have Katie and Regina giving like the nod of like, we went through some shit, didn't we? The <laughs> acknowledge- we acknowledgement. Yeah, 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 yeah acknowledging yeah like we went through some shit but you know what everything's cool with everyone now so it's all good um and then we see those freshmen that might fuck up everything but, but they uh, don't but they don't because they get hit by a bus mm-hmm. i psych they don't and then i'm guessing they're supposed to be the, I, is it, i'm guessing it's kind of supposed to be like those like in mean girls too that they were like those new plastics or something. Why didn't they do that for Mean Girls too? I don't know. Juan, can you tell me anything more about Mean Girls 2? I literally yeah. could not. I literally cannot because I don't remember any of it. I know that Definitely. the new Katie is into cars, I think. Something about go-karts. Again with cars. She just wants to be a mechanic. Yeah, so I think she just wants to be a mechanic. I think she's going to... That Jiffy Lube school, whatever that is called. <laughs> Wait, and that's that's the girl from Camp Rock? Yeah, yeah. it's Tess from Camp Rock. Interesting. She's into cars. She's into cars, the room vroom. Something about that. Her family's poor, I think. I think so. That's listen, so listen, listen, Mama. I don't know what the hell happened in that movie. And I choose to not understand it. it at this point. I'm over it, yeah. Yeah, this says that she, her name is Joe in the movie. Um, says on her first day, she encounters a clique called the Plastics, composed of Mandy Weatherly, Chastity Meyer, and Hope Plotkin. Chastity. I wonder if they were the junior Plastics. Like, yeah, I don't know, cause it's I don't even know why. Like, did Tina Fey like? I don't think she approved the okay this. On this. No. Yeah, because it feels like she wouldn't have. No. Because I don't. 
I don't even think like I think during Mean Girls too. There's something something about theft. Someone steals something. There's something about embezzling. I don't know something. Some whack ass shit's going on in this second one. I it, mm. I can't even tell you. Yeah, Tina Fey seems like the person to like not do sequels. Yeah, she would just be like, let's just do something like, like Mean Girls, Mean Girls musical, and then Mean Girls movie musical. Those are separate things. None of them are like sequels. Yeah. I feel like she wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Do this. No, because like this, this wrapped it up in a nice it. little bow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. why do you think they didn't talk about Mean Girls 2 during that reunion? Yeah, did they even talk about it? <laughs> Tina Fey said, there's one thing we don't talk about, and that's the sequel. <laughs> when they got on the Zoom call, yeah, she said, all right, no one is allowed to mention Mean Girls 2. <laughs> if you do, um, I'll boot you. It's like not even a sequel. It's like a remake. Yeah. That's what it yeah, it seemed like it's just a retelling of But with cyberbullying, I think that's part of it too. It's like a cyberbully kind of situation, which Oh, is it? Something there had to have been phones involved. You know there had yeah, to have been sense, phones involved. Yeah, that makes sense because it was it was probably made in like 2008, 2011? Yeah, I was going to say it was later. Yeah. What the Wait, this was made 10 years ago? Yep. Why would you wait so long? Like, because someone got point. bored and decided to do something unoriginal again. Someone <laughs> got bored. I guess. Like, no one. I just. I don't know why you would say, yeah, seven years later, let's make this sequel to Mean Girls. The confusion you're feeling is the fusion we all felt. Yeah. Um, well, anyways, um, let's go ahead and get into IMDb reviews then. IMDb. 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 Okay, so I have two IMDb reviews. Should I just read them? Yes. Mm-hmm, whenever you're ready. Okay, the first one is from David Rooney, and he's from Variety Magazine. He said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he said this sassy, if wildly uneven comedy navigates the treacherous treacherous high school jungle that separates cool clicks from wannabes wading through some nasty behavior before delivering its moral message i feel like david didn't like it i'm getting a vibe he didn't like it david said this uneven movie mama what was uneven about it what does that even mean her wig he saw (laughs) the lace he saw the lace (laughs) i don't think it was uneven I didn't even know it was a wig. I didn't even like, know you could use an even as an ad, as a, like an adverb like that or adjective or whatever the fuck. No, I read that and I was like, you know what? I just like, I don't like his vibe, but I think the way he works is funny. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, then, yeah, I don't even know it. like what, when people say things are uneven, mean. yeah, I don't know really what that means. And like, I don't know I don't that anyone really knows what that means. I never looked at someone and was like, you're like uneven today. You're uneven. Sarah, you look a little uneven right now. Are you okay? Wait, I don't lose that. Are you weird? You don't seem balanced. (laughs) You're tilting. (laughs) You're tilted sideways right now. (laughs) And then the next IMDb review is from the Dallas Observer, and they said the movie belly flops into the increasingly complicated American high school experience with a healthy reservoir of wit. 
Of what? what? <laughs> oh, of what? I think yeah. you said of oh, what? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what your the face fuck is going on? I like Reservoir. They're using that, you know, the jungle imagery. I like they said they belly flopped into it. Like, not even, like, dove in. They belly flopped. I'm going to need creative writers to stop. I'm going to need them to stop using adjectives and adverbs and just say this movie was good or bad. What are they trying to say? I'm it's tired like, of similes. I'm tired of metaphors. <laughs> just say what you mean. Yeah, I think when it comes to the, yeah, like, movie critics like that, that, like, also write for, you know, publications, they're like, they have a word count they got to get in. So they're like, they belly flopped into this reservoir of wit. <laughs> It's like, okay. It was an uneven comedy. An uneven comedy. comedy. Who are you? Literally. Um, a few people sent in some tweets about the movie. I'm just going to read a few. We have uh, these tweets from Jordan Catherine O2, who says, um, not going to lie, watched this way later than I should have, so unfortunately not hu- not a huge part of my childhood, but still very influential. Um, I'm like 89% sure that Janice was my very first I don't know if I want to be her or I want to date her. <laughs> I feel like that's the case for a lot of people. Janice felt very, yeah, like we never truly find out if she was queer in any way, but she gave vibes. She gave hard vibes. And they, they call her a lesbian so much in this movie that she, she might have been queer. We don't know. Maybe she's a bisexual. Um... Uh, oh, this person, they did see the Broadway show, which is nice. Interesting. Lucky them. Um, but as for the movie, uh, they said, the movie as a whole is as impactful as it's made out to be. It's just got, like, one really important lesson that no one remembers and a good handful of quotes. Oh, I don't think the movie is as impactful. Oh, what? they're they're arguing with us. Okay, block them. Block them. Block them, block them, block them. I will not block. They said, I do think that all the characters have really good development, but then the last 20 minutes-ish don't do them any justice. Don't do any of them justice. Did they watch the same movie? Yeah, what? Give it another try. Give it one more go. Take a a break, take a day, and then come back to it. (laughs) I mean, I get that in a sense of like, it would have been nice to have like a true like apology from Regina, but maybe like that's not, that's not like, that's not the idea of the movie. It's not a bad guy apologizing. It's a bad guy changing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because yeah, what what speaks what speaks volumes? Actions or I words? Get that. I get Actions that. I just think words. it would have been like cathartic to see like like that like a mean girl like apologize for something but i also think that's just like not who regina is no 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 no, no. deleted scene true true i haven't seen i never i've never thought about that but i kind of i kind of like it that she never apologizes Mm. because it's it's really like i know she's not going to take the blame so i'll take it and hopefully something happens up because of this and something did yeah very true very true um, really, all we have at the end is a nod. That's what, all we have to go on of Unspoken how much did agreement. Regina change? Yeah. 
Is that not? Um, well, thank you, Jordan. You brought up, um, you made some points. You brought some ideas up. Did Juan agree with them? No, but no. <laughs> but we respect your opinions. Uh, these tweets are from Grace at DivaGrace13. Who, ooh, is watching it with the commentary that I mentioned <gasps> that I watched in sixth grade. Um, oh, and she mentions that Rachel McAdams wears a wig. Ooh. Um, let's see. Shane Oman is the name. Oh, see, again, Tina Fey just takes those, these names. Shane Oman is the name of a stage manager at Second City. Tina Fey just stole names from her real life. She said, I like this name. Tina, uh, Tina Fey said all the math questions are true. She got them off the internet. <laughs> I, w- listening to that, like, I was like, is that real? Like, how can you know? How are there people that can just do that in their mind so quickly? Like, nah. it was blowing my mind. Like, Juan, I know you're good at math. Used to be. I know if I learned it again, I would be good, but like, you can't throw a question at me right now. Like, I hate questions like that that are like, what number am I? Like, I'm the sum of two numbers greater than this integer on this X and Y axis. Like, all of those things. None, of, like, those, oh, none of those math I questions connect. Listening. I don't know what you're saying. Uh, anyways, Grace ends with um, still a classic how... One movie can be referenced in so many ways 15 years later is truly extraordinary. Four out of five stars. Thank you, Grace. Uh, These tweets are from Emily. Emily. At Emily Jean Palmer. Uh, I never understood why the stoner kids were burning a textbook in front of the school in the first scene. Are they? Yeah, there's like a book and they're trying to stomp out the fire. Oh, good for them, I guess. (laughs) I'm Uh, glad you're having fun. (laughs) Oh, she mentions um, the bathrooms, like the teachers being assholes about it. Mm -hmm. She said, speaking of bathrooms, you could easily find a place to eat besides a bathroom if you wanted to eat alone. Like we said, the library. True. At my school, you could eat outside. Yeah. Wow. Just eat wherever. Oh, yeah, you could at my school, too. <laughs> um, Emily says she definitely would have been an art freak or a sexually active fan geek. No! <laughs> Thanks, Emily. Taylor Waddell is the real victim in this movie. So true. Who? The girl who gets the call from her mom. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I she mean, suffered yeah, the was, most. She, was she flirting with Jason? But that's Jason's fault. Yeah, that's Jason. I'm sure Taylor didn't know that Jason yeah. and Gretchen were, you know, still a thing. So I support Taylor and I hope, I hope, I don't know. I, <laughs> I hope her mom didn't her get mom, too mad at her. Yeah, I hope her mom knows that that was a lie. Um, uh, <laughs> Emily says, my friend and I made a burn book in seventh grade right after this movie came out. But we just wrote stuff like, Sarah made out with John. <laughs> Oh my god, we had a real burn book in our school, in middle school, and it was an actual issue. <laughs> like a physical burn book? Someone took a yearbook and like wrote things over everyone's picture. This is why I left public school. Oh shit. <laughs> this was it. This was the straw. Oh my god, it was so bad. And everyone was like 13 or 14. 
I don't even know if I saw the movie. The worst movie. ages. Oh, it was bad. And then they got banned from middle school graduation. Everyone wanted to kill them. Damn. <laughs> this is so much. I remember at my school, there was apparently a popularity list that went up. LMAO. Like, like online or something. Or maybe it was, I don't know how. And then there was like a Facebook group where it was like memes. But like, memes I wasn't on students? Facebook at the yeah, I wasn't on Facebook at the time, but, like, a friend had shown me, like, stuff from the group. And, yeah, it was, like, yeah, like, things about students. And I was, like, why? Why can't we just why can't we just get by for these next few years and just be nice to each other and then leave? Like, why do we have to be mean? What's the quote from the movie? I wish we could all be friends and, like, bake a cake full of rainbows. Yeah, that's me. I'm just, like, <laughs> actually, truly, I hated everyone, but I wasn't about to, like... Tell them to their face. Yeah, I wasn't about to like go online and like, yeah, say shit. I was just like, I hate all you guys and I'm so excited to leave. <laughs> Juan, did you have any drama at your school? Only with the principal. <laughs> what did the principal make a burn book about the kids? He made a, no, remember he made those kids <laughs> hold hands. <laughs> oh, you're right. I remember that. My school, I don't know if you know this. I don't know if you listen to the episode that I talk about this, but it, the principal made two kids hold hands, two boys hold hands in front of everybody because they were fighting and it became a big homophobia thing. Really? Yeah. Like as punishment. He was like, you're either suspended or you can hold hands in front of everybody as like public embarrassment. That is not okay. I hope he lost his job. I hope he did too, but I don't think he did. Oh my god! I'm gonna literally write a letter to the superintendent because all the be, because all the students were like, "No, he, it was like fine. That's not what he meant to do." It's blah blah blah. But I'm like, Barbara, okay. use your mind. This man is yeah. This principal is homophobic, and we all know. Um, back to Emily. She says, "I'm trying to imagine how awkward it was filming the scenes where they all have to act like jungle animals." I, I think those would have been too. fun. Because they were probably just, they did the sound after, obviously, so they're yeah. just like... Screaming. No, I think they yeah. were like, I would think that you would be just screaming the whole time. Aaron Samuels looked like he was like guttural screaming at some point. Oh. Um, to be honest, I really want to dress as Reg Regina in the shirt with the nipple area cut out for Halloween <laughs> one year. Um, let's see. Kevin is the most underrated character in the movie. Facts. True. Um, I'd be most excited about the gift certificates to the pancake pancake house if I won Spring Fling Queen. Oh yeah, and that's the, that's what they win. Yeah, uh, and then finally Emily says this movie is so good, five out of five. True. Very true. So true, so true. Um, we have one more set of live tweets, um, but before I read it, uh, Jared at Jared underscore Van L sent in one tweet saying. I don't know if I'm too late to live tweet, so I'll just sum up my thoughts on Mean Girls without a rewatch to be safe. This movie is the closest we will get as a society to a perfect movie. Five out of five stars. All the thumbs up. Perfection. Avatar? Absolutely no idea what the hell that is. Gone with the Avatar Wind? Rejected. A Star is Born? More like A Star is Torn from the Sky. Didn't not want to watch it. <laughs> but Nothing. Mean Girls? Cinema. Mean Girls, like you said, time capsule. That golden uh, disc that's in space, that has Mean Girls on it. It's just a Blu-ray. That's all it is. It's a big Blu-ray of Mean Girls. 
All right. <laughs> These tweets are from Whitney at Life Whitney. Whitney, what's this about? Who says, um, okay, so she she didn't get to rewatch, but she remembers the movie enough so that she's just recalling from memory. So, first of all, she said, Katie walking up to the black kids and saying, Jumbo should have gotten her ass beat. <laughs> so true. Like, I mean, she didn't know the, you know, this is her first time in public school, but like, for real, girl. Jumbo. Um, they're like, what? Jumbo. They're like, why is this? Why did this girl like Google African words like <laughs> last night and come walk up to us and say this? If she wants to talk to us, she doesn't need to, yeah, use Google Translate. Just come up and say hi. Um, and then Whitney said, let's be honest, Karen was not that out of pocket when she said, if you're from Af- Africa, why are you white? True. Um, the unfriendly black hotties, were they really unfriendly or just tired of white people's shit in this school? Let's discuss. That Very one. true. Um, white gym teacher that had a fetish for a- Asian teenage girls. Tina Fey really leaned into the stereotypes for this movie, didn't she? Mm-hmm. And she also, um, as well, when those girls are fighting and they say the N-word, that's another thing that oh, I forgot isn't about- great. Oh, wait, do they? Um, mm-hmm. They do- it's subtitled, obviously. Um, but, okay, Aaron Samuels was not worth all this trouble, honestly. The celebrity Big Brother house figured that out very quickly, considering he was the first person evicted. He was on Celebrity Big Brother? Yeah, and I watched it for him, and he went home the first night, and I was <laughs> watching And you said, well, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, if you think about it, Regina's mom wasn't bad. Safe sex, safe alcohol consumption, supportive, A+. She was a great mom. I've always thought, like, it's true, like, when she says, if you're going to drink, I'd rather you drink it in the house. Like, mm-hmm. it's said in a joking way, but, like, that's true. Like, if you know your kid's going to drink, wouldn't you rather see do them it somewhere safe. do it? She yeah, like- and monitor them. Um, Let's see. The burn book scene will forever be iconic. I think we've all been personally victimized by Regina George. Hell, even Regina has been victimized by Regina George. I still can't believe that uh, they had Regina get hit by a bus. That takes me out every time. <laughs> um, final thoughts. Mean Girls is definitely iconic. It hasn't exactly aged well, but who's surprised? I'm giving it 3.75 stars. Sucks that I couldn't watch it, but I've seen it a million times, so it's fine. And that's it from Whitney. Thanks. Okay. So I think, yeah, thank you everyone for sending in your tweets. I think... We're all in agreement that it's pretty iconic, except for Jordan, who said it's not worth, it's not as iconic. It's not worth it my shouldn't, time. It shouldn't. Jordan said, yeah, like, I don't get why it's that iconic. Um, I feel like for a while I was the same of like, all right, let's like, I get it. It's good. But like, it got to a point when it was like, I was like, all right, it's a little t- too much. But I feel like we've surpassed that. To where it's just like, whatever, like, make everything Mean Girls themed. <laughs> like, I don't give a fuck anymore. Like, <laughs> it's a good movie. Like, I'm fine with it. Um, yes. But what are our final thoughts? How many stars would we give it out of five? Oh, five out of five for sure. I would five have out of five? I would have to give it, a, like, perfect score, too. Right? Solid five. Like, there is nothing... 
Yes, it didn't age well, but I can kind of like, you know, <laughs> peek. For the listeners, he's yeah, he's opening up his fingers through his. I can peek a little bit through those hands through there. those little bad moments. Really, it's really just the R word for me. Yeah, that was the not one thing. Not the that, racism. Not the racism. No, no. <laughs> I can the excuse R-word. racism, but I draw the line at the R word. <laughs> Why are well, you that it, mean? I don't think it was like hard racism. It would have been bad if it was like, you know, a little bit worse. But like, I, I don't know. I still think it's bad. It's not as bad as it could be. Yeah, 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 yeah. I Especially get that. The time. It could have been a lot worse. I oh, it could have been a hundred percent worse. Like that girl could have been a fat stereotype. Mm-hmm. Which one? The girl that uh, when they're like, "We have a new student from Africa," and she's like, "Hello!" Oh. Like she could have been oh. like dressed in like traditional like African prince or something like that. Okay. But solid movie, five out of five. Okay, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna go to four and a half. You're fake. Get out. <laughs> Just because things, some things haven't aged as well, and that will knock you down a half star for me. It has to. Um, and like, I don't think it's justice. I feel like on Thirty Rock, Tina Fey has also done some like questionable, written some questionable characters, like when it comes to like people of color. Mm-hmm. But um, hopefully, I'm assuming that the musical that has a better track record with that. And that the movie musical will be free of those things. I would assume it would. I feel like otherwise people would call her out immediately. Um, But yeah, I think... I don't know when we're going to get this movie musical. But um, as someone who loves Mean Girls and loves musicals in general, I feel like this would be a very good fit I would love all of those. Like, Heather's the musical, I would love a movie. Bring It On the musical, would love a movie. Legally Blonde the musical, like, all those 2000s, well, Heather's was 80s, but, like... I'm sure it'll happen. Bring them to the screen, why not? Instead of remaking all these things, like, just make musical versions of them, if anything. That's what I think. But, yeah, so, uh, across the board, pretty good score. Five out of five from you guys. So yeah. 14, 14 and a half total from the three of us. Yeah. Um, all right. And that's it for Mean Girls. Uh, Nicole, do you want to plug anything? Where can the people find your iconic Instagram account? What What's your handle? You're so nice. Uh, my handle is Miss Yelza 5. It's Miss with three S's. And I'm also on TikTok and YouTube. Heard of them. Okay. Heard of those places. I know those are apps on my phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Um, so go follow Nicole there. If you guys don't follow her already, you should be. Um, thank you so much. Well, thank you, Nicole, for coming on the show. I'm sure we'll have you back for another 2000s movie in the future. It just wouldn't feel right to not have you back talking about another iconic film from the 2000s. So thank you for coming on and yeah, we'll see you later. Thank you for having me. Oh my God. What a joyous time that was. Wasn't it? Wasn't that a gruel time? Gruel? Gruel? (laughs) What are you saying? I don't know. You're not responding. I guess you didn't think it was, it was a gruel time. Gruel? 
The, j- the rural juror? <laughs> the rural juror. Why are you saying girls? Like, despicable me. Mean girls. 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 Um, yeah, thank you again to Nicole for coming on the show to talk about mean girls. We really, uh, d- just dove right into this. We belly flopped into it, I think. All we really did was quote the movie a bunch of times. Let's be but real. But, like, that's all it is. <laughs> that is all it is. That, what else are we supposed to say? No, we, I think we, we, we dug into it. Mm-hmm. Had some meaningful conversations. A little bit. We dove into our traumas, our backstories, what really gets Why us Why teachers won't let us pee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The true mysteries of life. Yes. Uh, but this is the outro of the podcast where we just do our little housekeeping, our announcements at the end of the show. So let's get right to it. First off, it's something we do every podcast. Let's give a shout out to the one, the only... Iris is our podcast artist and our dear friend. You can follow her and support her on Instagram and Twitter at Creamsicle Panda. And if you have the luxury of, you know, money and would love to spend it on a Patreon account, you can do that at patreon.com slash Creamsicle Panda and support our friend Iris. Hello. Even just a dollar. One doll hair. Even just a dollar. Because, like, if a bunch of people donate a dollar every month... Then that's, you know, say 20 people donate $1 every month. Then Iris knows she's 20 bucks richer every month. Wow. She knows she can look forward to that because surely you're not going to cancel a $1 subscription. Surely you're not a heartless bastard. I'm just kidding. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Even if you want to just do a one-time donation, that's there's no shame. No shame. That's very kind. That's supportive. Yeah, that's being nice. That's being um, an ally. And if you want to be an ally, you would do this. And if you want to support us, you can uh, support us by doing some things like, ooh, following us on Instagram and Twitter at Planet Weird Pod. You can rate and review us in the Apple Podcast Store. You can subscribe wherever you're listening, whether that's Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, other things. Uh, you can... Also listen to us on Anchor, another podcast app. And Anchor lets you uh, do a couple things. Let you send us voice messages, but it also lets you also lets you donate to us. Ooh, with money, what? Donate. And thank you to these people that already do that, including one new person. <gasps> new person. New person. What? Thanks to our new supporter Aisa friend of the show she's been on the show before love her an OG fan thank you Aisa for for signing up to be a supporter we appreciate that Um, and thank you to the other people who you know have been they're not the new person that we're shining the spotlight on like Aisa today but you're still doing the work you're still putting in the effort but they've been here for a while okay so Mm -hmm. thank you to Emily Palmer thank you to Alexa Pratt thank you to Natalie Hernandez thank you to Jose Contreras Jr thank you to Whitney Harris and thank you to Ivy Gruel 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 Ivy mean Gruel um 
Also, speaking of Aisa, uh, who, you know, signed up to support us this week, I do have a voice message from her, so I will play that now. And I'm playing it now. Hello, Sarah and Juan. This is your friendly neighborhood ghoul, Aisa. Uh, just sending you a message for no reason, really. Um, just because I can. And yeah, uh, keep up the great work on the podcast. And um, you're doing great, sweetie. You're doing great. <laughs> and um, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Goodbye. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's me in a conversation that that I don't want to be in anymore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's what we always say. We always say, just, just say hi. You don't have to have like anything super important to say. Just come say hi. I mean, Aisa really just spent 30 seconds going, yeah. Mm hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> and we love that. We just want to hear your voice sometimes, okay? I want to know that you're a real person and not a bot. And not a bot who just likes our photos sometimes. Not just someone at a click farm. Oh my god, a click farm. Um, thank you, Aisa, for the voice message. Um, Live, laugh, love ya. Se- send, send one in, people. Send one in, say hi. Tell us how... How your month has been. Yeah. Give us your vaccine update. Tell if you're us fully vaccinated, fun. I will do an Instagram live at 6 p.m. on Friday <laughs> where we can all virtually kiss. Oh, Let's go. One, <clears throat> one hour after our regular <laughs> live. I thought you meant, I thought you were telling people if you get vaxxed, we'll do an Instagram live on Friday, which we already said we were doing. No. Never mind. It'll but be yeah, a secret us, live. Just come on. Tell us something fun that happened to you this week. Tell us something that brought you joy. Something that brought you just sadness. Just say, ooh, I saw just kidding, a don't. bunny the other day. And I wanted to tell you guys about it. And I kicked... No. Too dark. No. I saw a bunny, a jackrabbit the other day. <gasps> a jackalrabbit? Mm-hmm. Okay, Miss Desert. That's where we live. We live. Um. Anyways, other ways to support us. Merch. Click those links in the description, people. Um, we'll have some April Lohan merch coming up soon on Tee Public, but not yet. But be on the lookout. Um, we have an Instagram live on Friday at 5 p.m. As we already said, you heard us say that at the beginning and just a second ago. But just reminder, show up or don't. You have a choice. You have free will. Yeah, okay? you don't have to click that light, that fucking little You're notification. Not- you're not a sim that we are controlling. And if you were, I would put you in the jacuzzi. If we, yeah, we would only, I wouldn't accidentally burn you when when you're fixing the stove. When you're trying to make mac and cheese, I wouldn't make you vomit, not anywhere near the toilet. My sim would always, I'd fix the stove and then they would die. Like it would like. I guess some, like, electrical thing. Just throw away the stove. I don't know why people try to fix the stove. It's (laughs) just a con. They're trying to kill your sims. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. We gotta look out for Big Stove. They're trying to screw us over. Yeah, Big Stove's trying to kill your sim. Mm. Uh, And then next week, we are going to be talking about another Lindsay Lohan movie. Duh. We're talking about Herbie Fully Loaded. Herbert Fully Loaded. 
Yes, you would think is on Disney Plus, but it's not. It's available on HBO Max. Gotcha. If you have that. So if you have that and you want to send us your thoughts, go ahead and tweet us or email us, Instagram message us, or send a voice message, whatever, and tell us your thoughts about Herbie Fully Loaded. I have never seen this movie, so it should be interesting. I once heard that a car could drive down a road. Should I watch all the other Herbie movies before no. before this? Hell no. Hell no. Should I watch those old ass Herbie? All movies? 27 of them? Hell no. All right. Well, anyways, Herbie next week. We'll see you then for April Lohan. We got two more weeks of it, baby. Woo! We what? Otherwise, <laughs> two more weeks of I April. I thought Herbie Lohan. was the last one. No, we have Just My Luck after that. <gasps> I forgot. With Chris Pine. Oh, Chris Pine. Yes, with Crispin Glover. Ew. No, um, Chris Pine. Um, anyways, hope everyone. Oh wait, no, is... I like I like Crispin. Do I like Crispin Glover? Ew. Who's Crispin Glover? Hope, hope everyone's doing well. I'm thinking of um, Donald Glover. I like Donald yeah, Glover. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hope everyone's doing well under the circumstances of you know being in a pandemic of you know the the racism that's still out there. Um. And, you know, being broadcast every night on CNN and stuff. Um, and Kamala Harris tweeting, brighter days. Tweeting, I'll spread my wings and I'll learn how to fly. Uh, did you see that tweet? No, did they really tweet that? <laughs> no, someone retweeted that saying, I retweeted it on our podcast account, but someone said, like, me staring out the window as my parents drove around, like, while I listened to Breakaway, like me <laughs> pretending that my family was moving. So true. Legendary. Just trying to live like you're in a music video, in that Kelly Clarkson music video. Always. Yes. Um. Anyways. Anyway. Wishing the best to everyone. Yes. And just love you, bitches. Oh. You can always sit with us. Yes. And, and guess what? You can you can get into my car, but we won't go shopping because I'm poor. Yeah, and fuck capitalism, right? Yeah, 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 that too. Like, if this movie was made today, they wouldn't go to the fucking mall. No, you know where they would go? The GameStop. The GameStop. Because they would think that it was actually the, the place where you buy the stocks for <gasps> GameStop. No, I feel like Regina's I'm bringing that, that back. Okay. I'm bringing back the topical, GameStop topical, stock topical, 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 topical. I story see you, I see from months ago. All right, goodbye. Bye.